What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode fifty-six. As always, I'm James. I'm Jared. I'm Adrian. I'm Jason. We took a we took a week hiatus, kind of a week break. Even though we said we probably weren't going to, we did because it's, like it's a summer. Week and a half. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you you got to. Yeah. We got busy lives, so you got to take a little time off every now and then. Speaking of time off, yours technically officially starts today. Because yeah. is it today that was your last day of uh, summer uh, yeah, Yesterday. So this is the okay. official f- first full day of being free. Nice. Feels great. And uh, uh, one of our one of our founders, Joseph, uh, gifted James for his... Actually, what is that, James? That well, this was a gift from his wedding. I was his best man, groomsman in the wedding. So oh, he gave us wrong. each one of these. And as you can see on the bottom, it's branded. It says, my brother. So cheers to Joseph. We miss you. It's a big mug. It, it looks like a Game of Thrones mug. That's it's, a, it's a huge horn. Yeah, like a horn. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it reminds pretty me sweet. of like a, something from like the Viking type age. Yeah, or era. Exactly. It's rustic looking. Yeah. Looks like it was just freshly cut off of an ox or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking think. An, I don't think an ox has the horns. Uh, yeah, they do. Do they? They don't have don't, horns like that. A musk though. ox does. A right? musk ox. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of a new. I haven't done anything. Our right. insurance switched over today. We changed our insurance plan. And so our insurance switched over. And so we have doctor's appointments that start today. That's boring. Yep. Oh, I, I did go to the <laughs> dentist the, over the week. Oh, fuck yeah. I hadn't had a cleaning in forever, so I went and got a cleaning. That's good. How do they, you feel? They had a numb part of my, my, my gums in the back portion. Cause because it hurt. I Well, my gum, there's some plaque that got built up in there, and it kind of made it inflamed. Oh, yeah. And so it was pretty swollen. Nasty. It hurt like hell. Have Let you guys had your teeth clean in a while uh, yeah kind of yeah i had a root canal a while ago and it sucked and it still isn't quite great yeah I, going to the dentist sucks do they do they offer isn't there a place in amarillo that if you go to they'll give you the gas even if you just want it i don't know but i'm allergic like, to the gas they you really I, I had the gas one time i broke a tooth over over a holiday weekend and i had to go to the all the way to hereford because nobody locally would let me would get me in even though it was kind of an emergency and um, that's how Hereford of all places. Yeah, man. I had wow. to go to a place in Hereford. It <laughs> turned like, out I needed fuck. a root canal. There was an abscess and some other problems with that tooth, and the tooth itself had broken. And I was in so much pain that it's like you know that fight or flight adrenaline response, and I couldn't calm down, even though I knew that it was okay. Like my body was not having yeah. none of that shit. So they gassed me, and I ended up in the ER like the next day. Oh, oh shit! I was fucked up, and it, it was an accident. I mean, I don't think anybody knew that it was going to do that to me because I'd never had the gas before. Well, you didn't know. Yeah, I've nobody. I'd never needed it. I was usually fine. It was like numb me a couple of times. I'll be good. And this time, oh. it was just not happening. Unfortunately, I didn't get the gas. They pretty much put a needle in my gums and ah. gave me a shot they, a they, couple that's times. What they did last did time they I had yeah. dental work done too. Yeah. But that makes sense. I mean, Hereford, they've got a lot of meth heads, so, you know, a lot of teeth issues. So. <laughs> I was going to say, they, they, they've, they've got to have some 24 hour dental <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, was, they got a lot of cattle. Maybe it was a vet. I want to say it was, what's the, what's the Monday holiday? Is it Memorial Day in the fall? Yeah. Because I remember it was kind of weird. I had to get off work at the last minute. Like, I broke it over the weekend, and they actually got me in on Memorial Day. I think it was, like, actually on the holiday. And then I ended up missing the next day of work or half the day because I was in the ER. And Did then they, they all thought I was nuts for going back to work. And I was just like, I'm fine now. I just feel like shit. There's no reason for me to burn PTO just because I'm, I can't sit at my desk and administer a test. I mean, what the hell? Is I wonder if that was back at the time that they docked you for that. Mm-mm. 
Okay. No, I have I have a crap toe to PTO. I'm fine either way. Nice. That was one thing that before kids, I I had a I was able to save up with my decades plus time in the district. I was able to save up. I don't have as many as I used to, but I know a lot of people that did that have retired, and uh, you know they're retiring with like they're not going to take. They could essentially take off like every other day the entire second semester or in some cases the entire second semester yeah that's that's insane i wouldn't do that i don't know how i don't know if they don't pay out the retire or the benefits or however that works like i would feel horrible like retaking the entire semester off like that's shitty i wouldn't do that yeah adrian took a trip recently that damn noise is back (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just got back from the east coast uh the east coast a couple of weeks ago so did you go to North Carolina? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, my dad lives in uh, the Delaware Water Gap area of Pennsylvania. He lives in East Stroudsburg. And I try to go see him once a year. I was supposed to actually go see him last year in April, and we all know what happened in April of 2020. Uh, the pandemic, that was like the uh, – when basically it all started and all hit – yeah, uh, that, that's East when Coast the panic has, was in, in you know, yeah, full, full effect. effect. Yeah. So you said New York, right? Mm-hmm. At that time in April when you were originally going to go see him, were they shut down to the effect of no one was coming in and out of the state? Because yeah, I feel pretty, like they yeah, were at much. some point. Yeah, because at the time, um, my flights were getting canceled. Yeah. Um, and then, matter of fact, Texas had actually put um, a travel restriction on anybody – uh, coming into Texas from New York, Connecticut, or uh, New Jersey was going to have to uh, quarantine for 14 days. And I was like, well, crap. Whenever I come back, I don't want to have to quarantine. Um, but, again, my flights kept getting canceled, and I got tired of rebooking. So, eventually, I just said, screw it. I'm just going to wait till next year and see what happens. Oh, that's crazy so. to know that they – I mean, they'd cancel it, and you would just – Okay, we'll do it yeah, in ended like up, two weeks. I'll do I, it in two weeks. All right, yeah. I'll do it in three weeks. I ended then, up I ended up just getting um, credits for my for my flight. Um, so then I ended up booking a flight to California to see my mom uh, back in October. So oh nice. I ended up just it just kind of evened out eventually because in October that's when kind of things started to calm down a little bit. So so you right. fly in the skies. All yeah. right, so you went to New York. Did you get to do any, like, major sightseeing, or was it just a lot more chilling with Pops? Yeah, I was a lot more basically chilling with my dad. I mean, because the last few times I've been in New York, I kind of already saw all the things that I wanted to see. Um, Statue of Liberty doesn't You did go to uh, Manhattan, right? Yeah, you went to Manhattan. You went yeah, to- I, I mainly stayed in Manhattan. My grandmother lives in the Bronx, so I did go to the Bronx to see her. But mainly, for the most part, I was in Manhattan, mostly like the Times Square area, like around 42nd Street and stuff like that. Um, so you, I went- you don't want to go there now. Times Square is apparently people getting shot randomly. It's crazy. And- it's crazy down there. There's a lot of people, um, a lot of foot tra- traffic. There's a lot of homeless people. <laughs> I, I will say it's not as bad as California, though. I think California is worse when it comes to the homeless. Um, like at least, at least in New York, like the bums will like entertain you somewhat. <laughs> like they'll they'll dance and shit for you. But like California, they'll just like hiss at you and you oh, know? Shit. <laughs> yeah, so. like on Skid Row. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because they've already got there. Because yeah. like California, California, I think has a has a much deeper social safety net and a lot more programs of accessing like they give away free fucking needles and stuff new york city has a lot of that kind of stuff too though 
I don't know all the details because my parents my parents live in New York, but not in the city. They live on the other side of the state in Jamestown, which is like the smallest town ever where Lucille Ball was born, if you're into that. <laughs> and um, I, she's pretty hot. But I know California is like, I saw an article and it was on Red State, so I don't know. I didn't read the whole article because I was scrolling for like other headlines. And um, they said that like something like San Francisco is fixing to lose 50% of its population to like leaving. Not like death or anything, like they're leaving. That seems like an awful high number, 50%. 50% seems like a high projection. And I've been to San Francisco, and that's a pretty cool place to visit. I don't know about living there. We're and I don't know a lot about, of Californians I don't know about visiting there now, either. Moving like here. 10 years ago before I came, or 12 years ago before I came to Amarillo, I spent some time in the Bay Area in California, and I, I really liked it, but it's just like it's so expensive. Yeah. And now yeah. they're all here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're all yeah. moving here. Yankee. I've seen a few local businesses and places and people pop up on like Amarillo Buy Sell Trade where they're displaying, hey, you know, I uh, you know, I, I look at this fence I built, hire me to do your work, stuff like that, and it's and it's a lot of California based area codes. I mean so, it's yeah, we have much, a lot of people that are coming in looking yeah, for work. Yeah. They come from New York, Illinois. I saw like five RVs in a row from Illinois on the highway this morning. That's it's like, also summer, it's travel season. Yeah, good. They can travel back to Illinois. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's what's going on in New York. I mean right now it's just, it's just so expensive to live there. I mean that's what happened with my dad. Um you know, a lot of people are leaving the city and they're moving to um like New Jersey and Pennsylvania and then but they're still working in the city. Like my dad lives in Pennsylvania, but he still works in New York City. He works for MTA. Um so he just drives from Pennsylvania to New York City every day and it's like an hour drive depending on on traffic. But and but he doesn't mind uh, because it's so much cheaper to live in Pennsylvania. And then plus it's nice and quiet. He lives up in the in the mountains, and so it's, it's there's no crime, there's no gunshots and sirens and stuff like that. Because he used to live in the Bronx, so uh, moving from the Bronx to where he's at now. So you said like your grandmother lives different, in the Bronx. Hollywood in the Bronx. has told me the Bronx yes. is rough. Yeah, my my grandma lives in the Bronx. She's and she's basically lived in the same house since the '70s, which is when um, my dad and his family um, came to the United States from Trinidad. Um, and the community that she lives in is basically a Caribbean community in the Bronx. There's a lot of Haitians and Jamaicans, Trinidadians, and stuff like that. Um, you know, basically in New York, like all those boroughs, they all have kind of like it's neighborhoods right? that are like. Not basically a, race divided like like yeah. you've got a neighborhood that's nothing but Italians and neighborhoods that are nothing but Irish and uh you know and so on so uh but yeah basically her neighborhood in the Bronx is basically nothing but Caribbeans so I bet the food uh, is great I was about yeah, to say the exact same awesome. thing the yeah. first thing the first thing I did when I got to the Bronx was got I got Jamaican patties Okay, what so, a, yeah, so what, what, hang on. What's a Jamaican elaborate patty? on Jamaican patties? Have you ever had an empanada? Mexican yes. empanada is very, very similar. Just, oh, okay. um, just with Caribbean seasoning, seasoning and meats yeah. and stuff like I that. I just think so. it's kind of neat when you oh, have yeah. different neighbors, like ethnic. I don't know if that sounds bad. Different neighbors from like a different ethnic group than what you're used to. Like you're used, right. to, we're used to smelling like Mexican food. We live in Texas, but like yeah. you have like I live next door to some Middle Eastern people. I think they were Iranian or Persian one time. Like their food smells so different, and the Indians. Smells so different. Yeah, the NSA. I would. I would love to know what Caribbean food smells like and tastes like. Like, there's nowhere here to try that that I know of. It's very similar. If you if you are a fan of Indian food, it's very Mm. similar because they use um, a lot of the same kind of seasonings. Like they use a lot of curry and stuff like that. Uh, Like when they're making chicken and stuff like that. Uh, So it's very similar to Indian food. So if you like Indian food, you're gonna love 
Caribbean food too. I bet the I closest would. to Caribbean food I've ever had was Cuban food, and it was a Cuban restaurant in mm-hmm. um, in New York, actually, uh, right off of um, uh, Times Square. Uh, it was a little Havana Cuban place, and it was really good, and they had really cheap drinks. And I, you know, a funny little stupid story. Um, when I was there, I was we were at the bar. It was um, it was late. We were at the bar, and I was trying to talk to people because y- y'all know me. I get a couple drinks in me, and I'm talking, and I'm I'm friendly, and nobody would talk to me, like nobody. And so I decided to lie and and have an, uh, an Irish accent. And I just didn't move <laughs> or anything else. I just all of a sudden talk, started talking in like an Irish that bled into Scottish. I'm pretty sure it went Australian after the fifth or sixth mojito. And uh, and Mojito. then and then I had like five or six people that I was talking with, and I was just like, people just don't like Americans. <laughs> I don't blame them because I don't I don't like people either, and yeah. most people that I meet are also Americans. <laughs> <laughs> well, but up north, I'm sure you've met more Canadians. Eh? Uh, actually, my high school French tri- French class took a trip to Canada. We went to Quebec, and it was a pretty fun experience. And they're basically just like us, but more polite. Except for those people that yelled "fuck the U.S." on the street corner a few times. That was oh yeah, hey, you're gonna get that. Fuck you too, buddy. No, I just I just waved soil. at them. And like, what didn't you mad? Like, I don't give a fuck. We got the First Amendment back home. They might have it here too. I don't know. <laughs> you know, speaking of New York, I've always wanted to see a Broadway show. Have you have you ever been to one? I have when not. You visited? I have not. I mean, I've always seen the the mm. billboard signs and stuff like that, but I have not been to a Broadway show. Um, I still haven't been to the nine eleven memorial. A lot of people talk about that, but I, th- I feel like. When I want to go up there, like I want to have a good time, and I feel like if I go see that, then it's just gonna it's gonna be too sad for me to, you know, look at all that stuff. So yeah, I went during a uh, for a work trip. We went for a work conference, and um, we went to, or we stayed a day later, went a day earlier. I can't remember to do sightseeing, and um, sure enough, it was it was it was either right when it opened or right before that it opened, and so like the the, the Freedom Tower, I think is what it's called, wasn't mm-hmm. built yet, wasn't completely constructed, uh, and we went. It, it it is. It's hard to God. It's it's hard to not be around something like that and then not just be somber and not be kind of depressed right. and, and remember yeah. everything. But I did. We did go to a show. Uh, we went to see once a Broadway show, and it was real tiny, and it sucked because I'm not five foot three 120 pounds and so i'm in this tight thing and i've got like no room and i had indentions like right in the middle of my shins from the chair in front of me being so close because i had no room and i'm fucking squeezed into this little seat it was terrible was the show good the though? show was amazing okay good like it was it was it was and i think they're actually doing um they did it here amarillo little theater did it here a few months ago uh it's called once and it was it was by far the best it, i mean it was it was fucking amazing Quentin Tarantino is wanting to, um, after he's done with his 10th movie, he wants to do 10 movies, he's wanting to um, start writing for Broadway. Oh, that'll be great. Maybe. Be I awesome. heard Quentin Tarantino definitely go Star Trek sometime, <laughs> yeah. too. As a 10th movie? Awesome Imagine I heard he was going to do a Star, Star Trek, Trek movie. Yeah, he's, That'd be awesome. He's oh. hell-bent on, on making 10, so that that's what he... He has his vision I can on. just see that. They walk over to this planet, right? And this chick comes out. She's got huge knockers. And she walks over to the other guy. And she just, boom, and she cuts his head off. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> a I lot mean, of dialogue, right? That was my Quentin Tarantino. Someone dies, someone dies dramatically. I mean, yeah. the last few Star Trek movies were more action movies, really, than... They, they, they were cool. I mean, I enjoy Star Trek in general, but they weren't really the right tone and all that. Like, it was more of an action movie and less philosophical like all star trek movies always have some kind of a message to them and these new ones that just blow shit up kill people hot chicks 
Yeah. Which yeah. is fine, but... CGI I know, everything. Like, where, are they, where are you trying to go there, buddy? Where are you trying to go there? Zoe Saldana. Dude, <laughs> can we just talk about how she is in, like, every single successful trilogy movie ever? She was in Avatar. She was in Star Trek. She That's why Star Wars sucked. It didn't have Zoe Saldana. Exactly. Oh, she's pretty damn perfect, too. She's Caribbean, I think. Princess Leia. I original. Well, the original Carrie trilogy Fisher. was good, but I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about the these sequel, this travesty of a sequel trilogy. It didn't... I mean, the end of it, yeah, you know. Man, nah. I, I stopped watching Star Wars in the late 90s, and I, I think it was like Return of the Sith or something. That movie was like the last one I was interested in. I was really big into Star Wars as a kid, but as I grew older, I just lost interest altogether. So, like, the 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 middle ones that came through. That's yeah. actually a the good prequels. place to... Yeah, the prequels. That's a good place to stop yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Like, you did, it, you did it right. You didn't miss anything with the last three. Um, I did have one more question, Adrian. So, you said your dad lives in Pennsylvania. Yes. This is one thing that is always just... Because I've only lived in Texas. And I've literally lived uh, 84 miles from Amarillo. I've also lived, like, 120 miles from Amarillo. And I've also lived, like, essentially 100, and, 100 miles from Amarillo. This place is like a black hole that you'll never escape <laughs> from. It is, and it's difficult. It has that... Negative connotation, but, but it's it's hard to think then of your dad traveling an hour because he said you said he travels like an hour both ways, mm-hmm. but I highly doubt that's sixty miles. I'm sure it's more like forty to fifty, probably. It's just yeah. so weird when you think of how open and big Texas is, and it's not a big deal to travel in an hour and a half to go to Lubbock to go do something, mm-hmm. but there you travel an hour and a half and, and you you're could, going you, like you cross two states. It's so there. weird, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's one thing that yeah. did you did y'all do a lot of like. Cross straight traveling? Was there a mm-hmm. lot of toll stuff? Yeah, we we actually we went, uh, we both enjoyed golf, so we we played golf, and uh, there was a really nice golf course that he's been wanting to go to, and it was in Montague, New Jersey. So we drove to New Jersey to play golf. Um, I also we've been wanting to go to baseball games together. We were supposed to. I actually had tickets last season for um, a Yankees and Tigers game, but of course, when COVID hit, the MLB season got canceled or suspended technically. Um, so this year I was like, okay, let's get tickets to a game. I was like, how far is it to Philly? And he was like, it's only a couple hours. I was like, perfect. So we were actually going to go to a Philadelphia Phillies and Yankees game, which was, um, like that Saturday, but his job ended up screwing him from his vacation. So I ended up going to a Philadelphia Phillies and Atlanta Braves game, which was like a few days before. Um, so we ended up going to Philadelphia too, which was pretty cool. That's a city of brotherly love. That's a city of assholes. I've heard, I've heard that that's, well, that I've heard that too, but I've also heard that that's a city where downtown and all the historical sites, just the single historical site is really nice and everything else is shit. I've never yeah. been there, so I don't know. I don't. I've never either, so I'm not basing this on. And I can't. Day. I can't really say anything because I, I did. I did want to actually tour Philly, but they had some other things going on, and so we ended up just pretty much just going to the game. Um, but one thing that I wanted to do was mainly just eat cheesesteaks, and that was disappointment. But no. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Did you okay? No. Did you try Geno's? No. So again, we didn't. We didn't actually tour Philadelphia. Um, so we didn't go to Geno's and go to Pat's. So what I did was I looked online to see who in the ballpark had the best cheesesteaks. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was two recommendations. One was, um, a place called Tony Luke's and another place. Yeah. And, a, and another place called Compost's. I think that's how you pronounce it. I would have gone to Compost's. 
Well, so here's the thing. I wasn't sure on which one to choose. How so do you know we, that Tony and Luke's decision. last name isn't Campos? First of all, you don't know. <laughs> oh, sh- I didn't even think of that. I was just saying maybe it's the maybe it's the Texan in me. I'd go with something that sounds more familiar. Right. Well, this is this is the way we chose. So we go into the ballpark, and Tony Luke's had the longer line. So I was like. That's where it's at, right? Longer line. These Makes Philadelphians sense. know where to get their cheese. Common from. sense, yep. yep. So we go to Tony Luke's. And I was immediately disappointed because what I noticed was that they don't make it fresh in front of you. It's already wrapped. Did they, did they and use, they put it like on a rack. And whenever you make the order, they're like, okay, here they grab it and then they hand it to you and then you're done. Did you get it with Cheese Whiz? Did they no, do Cheese Whiz? I, yeah, that was one of the options, but yeah, I did with not. With cheese or without? Like yeah, it's, oh, hang on. What the fuck are y'all talking there, about? So the way you order the way you order cheesesteak in um, Philadelphia is the first the first option is the cheese. What cheese do you want? Right? Uh, or no, it's with it's you either say with or without or whatever, and that's that means with or without. And some onions. places use cheese with. Some places use like so like provolone. Say, yeah. So mozzarella. like I always say, thought it was provolone. So like say uh, you want. You want a cheesesteak with onions, and you want cheese whiz. So you say, "Wid whiz." That's how you would order it. Yeah. And I'm not from fucking Philly, so I wasn't gonna order it like that. <laughs> so like, hi, yeah. my name's Andrew. And, I'm and I was like, I was like, <laughs> I, would, I, I said it in a it, the way I would order it in Texas. Yes, I would like uh, with onions, please, ma'am. And I would also take provolone cheese. Thank you. And so, did they look at you like you're? <laughs> yeah, insane? pretty much. Yeah, pretty so, much. Like, like, this, look at this asshole. Just, yeah, yeah. We're walking in, we're gonna hand it to a Uncle Sal made it yeah. six weeks ago in the <laughs> middle of the Fucking asshole. I, don't, I think that's Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So anyway, they, they 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 grab it and they they grab it off the rack. They hand it to you. I ate it. It was decent, but it wasn't mind blowing like I was expecting. Right, you were so you had your hopes high, and yeah, so, it didn't live up to expectations. So me and my dad were like, "Well, let's go try the other place because we're still hungry." So yeah. we're like, "All right." So we went to the Compass's place, and it was a lot better than Tony Luke's because they make it right there on the grill. As soon as you order it, they're making it right there on the grill for you, so it's fresh. It's it was actually hot whenever you took a bite. They actually had more meat, more onions, so it was a lot more packed. Um, so I would say that one was way better than Tony Luke's, but I was still, I was like thinking in my mind, like, holy shit. I was like, there's three places I can name off the top of my head in Amarillo that tastes better than this shit that I'm eating right now. That place in the so, mall, probably. <laughs> yeah. you know, Jersey, Jersey Mike's, <laughs> Jersey Mike's, Bar 3, and Cecil's. What the fuck hey, is Bar so 3? Bar 3, I had the, the uh, cheesesteak last West. time we went. Preston West. Oh, okay. Preston West. The golf okay. course. Man, that, that cheesesteak was it's phenomenal. Amazing. It was it's good. Amazing. It was okay. good. You know, they have good food while there. you're talking about the cheesesteaks, I couldn't help but um, but think about, okay, where in Amarillo, if I wanted to get a cheesesteak, would be a good cheesesteak. And the only place I could think of was that place in the mall. Charlie's, yeah. They're okay. Like, I don't I don't have no. anything to judge them on, though, because who's, who else it's makes like a, It's just a fast food chain type of There's one other place here that makes them. I think Malcolm's does, too. But that's the thing is, like, yeah. I don't have any frame yeah. of reference on, like, an authentic cheesesteak. Yeah, it's hard go, to come by here. Go to Jersey Mike's, and this is a secret menu thing. Go to Jersey Mike's mm-hmm. and order a number 99. That's all you got to say. Number 99. And your mind will be blown. I have I had a cheesesteak from there. Promise you. Jersey Mike's. And it was pretty good. It? it was just like no. $18. <laughs> I hate mayonnaise. It was $18? Dude, it was expensive as shit. Okay. But if it's good, but was it Was it a number 99? It was good. It was a cheesesteak. I, I don't know if it was a number 99. Well, the difference is, okay, so they have... 
They have like a chicken cheese. It's like cheese a number. They've got a number forty six. How the, how the fuck do they have chicken on a cheesesteak? Yeah. They've got a number forty six, <laughs> which is just your basic <laughs> regular cheesesteak. But then they've got a number fifty three, um, which is a cheesesteak that's got like a special chipotle sauce. I don't know. I can't really describe it, but it's amazing. So when you add the number 53 and the 46, it makes number 99. So basically, they're combining the two cheesesteaks into one. And it's... Well, what if, this, it's what if the jackass is like, oh, he wants a 66 and a 33? And I well, if you, get, if you get the giant, which is like, the I guess, technically like a foot long, mm-hmm. it's going to be 18 bucks. But if okay. you get the... Ha- I was only able to eat the half because it's so much food. Don't underestimate me. It's yeah. so much food. So right. me, yeah. So yeah, for me, I got the half, and I think it's like, I think it's more like ten. All right, next time and I want to cheat with, on my diet. That's with some chips and a drink, you know, if you get the meals. So. Speaking of expensive, and and it it made me actually think of something sad when when you, it's Charlie's that's in the mall. Um, I saw a post on um Facebook earlier today that said that Corn Dog Seven or Corn Seven and Frulati in the mall both shut down. Hmm. I was just at the mall today, and I didn't go to the food me. court, but Frulati had some good shit. Frulati was always, every time, because we didn't live here, so anytime we came to the mall, that's what I wanted. I wanted a strawberry crush, and it was just a fucking strawberry drink that's with ice that's crushed, and it's just really strawberry, and it was delicious. So, in a couple weeks, on the same you know topic as, as food, we're going to New Orleans, and I am stoked to have so some fresh seafood. Yeah. Seafood, yep. Oysters, shrimp, fish. And it's always going to be All better on the coast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're going to come I'm back so here. Excited for that. Eat at these Cajun places in town, and then tell us. Right, and we just got a new Cajun place yeah. down right here yeah, where catch. Carl's Jr. used yeah. to be. The my, catch. I've heard good know, things. About I can it. see James my birthday doing that. is next week, and I think I'm going to go there for my birthday. You should. You should. And I'll talk about it if it's good or not. It, the pictures look amazing, and the it reviews does, yeah. on Facebook and the comments look good. So I'm. I, I have, have high hopes. I have heard some. I have read some negative things about it, but I. It's anything that's chalked up to when you're pushing out that many meals a day. Yeah. Something. Someone's. You're bound to forget a silverware in Otherwise, someone's I mean, thing or something. Right. Just, that's just. It's super. Packed right now. Yeah. It's super popular. It's going to be hard to get food. But we did go to walk-ons the other day, and that was pretty damn good. Yeah, walk-ons was pretty good. Do, y- yeah. do y'all like Lost Cajun? I, I do like. Yeah. Lost. I like oh, yeah. Lost it was Cajun. Good. It was good. Lazy yeah, Gator's good too, but it's different. It's like different type of mm-hmm. food. Like it depends on what you want. I think I've never me. been to Lazy Gator, but I'm excited to have the real authentic thing. I want mm. a real po' boy from Louisiana. I want the red bought beans. Off the, bought off the street. I want to go to Cafe Du Monde in the morning. You get have coffee and beignets. You have got to go and do some voodoo shit. I hear they have like ghost <laughs> tours. Go and stuff. do he's, some he's voodoo got, shit. You should hear the plans that he's got. There's like he ghost tours to, like, and haunted, haunted houses and all kinds of shit. Speaking to my heart, I know. He man. wants to go to like a haunted graveyard and shit. I'm <laughs> like James, yes. do it. <laughs> we're gonna do a, a gators and ghosts tour. So we're gonna do like gator tour you know, swamp tour during the day and then at night we're gonna do the paranormal tour they're gonna take us around and see the different historical sites that are quote-unquote haunted or whatever and get to drink you know throughout the whole thing so it's yeah. gonna be fun hell yeah sounds I, like I'm, a good time yeah there's i love be, the paranormal you gotta, man you gotta find somebody out there man that really like they can take you somewhere back like when you go to new york and you want to buy you know you want to buy a nice knockoff rolex or something you don't go to that store on the front you go through some you go through the back of somebody's exactly. alley or something yeah. like that you need to you find go to some african like in harlem yeah, yeah right there sitting on the side you go to somebody they just like, <laughs> but i'm kind of hesitant like, look at me in the eyes to go into the voodoo museum just and take somebody stuff. with you that's a huge straight man and they'll set you eric yes 
take Eric with you. The, the, the Catholic in him is going to shine through every kind of voodoo that's out there, man. You ain't got nothing to worry about. No, but that's... So, okay, so what? what is the one dish when you get there that you're the most excited about? I would say um, oysters. I want fresh oysters. Not oh flown in like, a, like Scott's Oyster Bar? Nothing against yeah, you, man, man, but it's... I had, I had I had fresh oysters on the Oregon coast back in October. So and you can tell the difference when you're getting them fresh and when you're getting them here in Amarillo at Hooters. You know, like <laughs> right. you can tell the big difference. That's not oysters. <laughs> I didn't know Hooters had oysters. Yeah, I haven't do. been there in a long time. I haven't either. But that's not. That's I mean, I love. I'm a shrimp guy. I go there for fresh wings. shrimp. Sure you do, buddy. Sure you do. I'm just I mean, kidding. actually, I don't know. I mean. Are the wings good? Uh, Where Hooters? Uh, Hooters? Okay, I've never Hooters? had the wings there. Okay. I mean, they're, they're I don't like any, like any, food, any other honestly. chain restaurant it's, you go to. It's hard for me to get to like wings. Like the I, I feel problem like they're just with chicken. Hooters it's just chicken. is their services. I mean, the, the girls are trying, but they're always packed. <laughs> no, I mean, really, they're always packed, and the service is fucking terrible, and the food mm-hmm. takes forever. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's just it's. It's too expensive for what it is, and while it is good, like I can get just as good of wings down the street from my house at Wingstop, or you yep. know what? I'll go to Sam's Club and buy a fucking bag of wings and make my own. Right? Oh yep. yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's better. I, I put them on the grill. Yeah. All the fat drips down to the grill. Then I toss them in the sauce. It's all good. Yep. Right. That makes yeah, it. Wings, it is though. hard to get good wings here. I would say Wingstop is is the best. Like yeah. By commercial far. wing By you far. can buy here. Anyone that says Buffalo Wild Wings, I know to just stop right there. Oh I hate God, Buffalo dude. Every Wild I wings. have a terrible experience every time I go into Buffalo Wild. Every wings. time the service Same. is crap. Every time the I, food is trash. It's a bunch of like teenagers, early twenty year olds in there. They're not caring about their job. Back in 08, 09, that's when it was fun because they had like karaoke. Oh, it was night. like a club in that yeah. other part. Yeah, yeah. And they used to always show the fights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so it, it used was, to it be fun. Awesome. It used to be fun, and then it's such a douchey place. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But then, well, we grew up, and then we realized, wow, we're kind of being douches, and <laughs> then, the, then the douches stayed, and that's why you're left with shit. So. Well, let's go to B Dubs. <laughs> let's go to Mulligans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're most excited about oysters on the house shell. Yeah. All right. I want to get the steamed ones. You know, there's a place there that's world famous that I want to go to and try. It might be expensive, but It'll be I, I got to have their man. oysters, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we're going to we're gonna try all different types of food while we're there. We may do a food tour, um, have someone show us all the, the local places that are, you know, popular. And I, I'm all about doing the tourist thing because yeah. I'm only going to go there once probably. Yeah. So I want to see all the, the stuff that I they, don't know, the, man. The, that they have I to think, offer. I honestly think now it doesn't have to be something like right away. But I can see Estella I can see Estella being like, Yeah, I'll go there with you and especially once you see like the French quarter and everything. Yeah. It's beautiful there, man. I'd love to go during you know, Fat Tuesday. That'd be oh, that would be yeah. cool. That's the easiest see, and this is where I don't think you should go during that time. You will get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you too much to let you do that to get arrested. It, it, it is a party city, you know, especially down there on Bourbon Street. Especially down there on Bourbon Street yeah. in the middle of Mardi Gras. Right. I mean, it's, it's going to be popping when we go down there for sure. It's gonna How long be, are you going to stay? On, hang on. It's going to be It's going to be popping. It's going to be ass swamp <laughs> city, too. <laughs> How long are you going to go for? We're going to go for, what, four days? Four days, yeah. You yeah. won't be able to there's see it, everything in four days. Yeah. No, oh, no. No, like, we won't be able to. I didn't get to go last year because of COVID, and I'm probably not going to go this year because of my wife doing, like, Amarillo College stuff and money issues and stuff. Like, Plus, my truck needs a shitload of maintenance. But we've been to Dallas at least once or twice a summer for the last four or five years, and there's still things that I haven't seen. 
Like I've still never been to the Bush Library or the actual JFK Museum that you can I've, go I've into. Been there. Like I've been to Dealey Plaza and all yeah. that. Like I've never gone to it's some so of these things. It's so much smaller in in and, person. And I've been there so many times to eat and shop and just have uh-huh. fun and screw around. I I know there's more. <laughs> like four days in New Orleans will never be enough. No, it won't no. be. That's why you know having someone that is a local that that knows the territory. We're going to need you know guidance so because gonna we're not going to be able to just find it on our own and be. You know, hit all the good places. You're going to go and find yourself a little 19-year-old boy to show you around? Yeah, <laughs> might as well. We're not in, in, in Europe, but, you know, we're going to need a guide. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of needing a guide, um, which is the horrible transition to just our next topic, which is um, the, <laughs> the, the 25th anniversary of Nintendo 64 uh, is coming up. And to me, this, this, this Nintendo 64, honestly, to me, was probably my big... Not my first uh, introduction into into video games, but it was it was certainly what I have the most fondest memories of. Not mm. not it doesn't encompass the most fondest memory I have playing a game, but in terms of variety of games and what really brought me in, uh, it was. I mean, it's it's it is my history. It is amazing. Those the everything from the different controllers to everything. So we'll start it out. Favorite thing about Nintendo sixty four. See Nintendo sixty four. I didn't get one when it first came out. I got one like a couple years later. It came out in like 96. Yeah. I didn't like 98. My, the, the console that was near and dear to my heart was uh, Super Nintendo. That's the one I really grew up playing a lot. But Nintendo 64, what is it, the 25th anniversary? Yep. Man, my favorite game was NFL Blitz. I loved football. And that game, we could get so fucking competitive on that game. It, it wasn't your traditional football game. But it was, it was theatrical. It was fun to play. You could hit guys after the play was over. It was like a combination of wrestling and football, and kind of like arena football too, because there weren't eleven on eleven. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was it, in an arcade it, it, too. Yeah, it was an arcade style game. So for me, that was the game that I played a ton on N sixty four. And every time I think of N sixty four, I think of NFL Blitz. I've even got it over there in the corner. The kids play it all the time. They're glued to it. They're addicted, addicted to it like I was. So that, that's my game. I really love that game. I was a Sega kid growing up. I had an NES. And that makes sense. You a, are a Yankee. That's right. <laughs> now, I had a Genesis and then like I think PlayStation. Was it PlayStation or N64? Whatever it was, I ended up with a Sega Saturn, which I have a lot of fond memories of my Sega Saturn, too. It was a pretty cool system. But when I was growing up, I, I think I was. it was 7th, 8th grade, maybe freshman year in high school. And I lived down the street. I lived in Nevada. And I lived down the street from this dude. Um, I need to find his ass on Facebook, but he and he's into sports. Maybe he listens to this podcast. Anyway, this kid JJ, I used to hang out with all the time. We would play in '64 in his room all the time, and then the other friend group I had would play in '64 all the time too. So it was like a, it's a toss-up for me between Goldeneye, which is like one of my favorite shooters ever, just because of the, all the memories I have staying up all night with my friends when I was in middle school, and um, with JJ specifically. WCW versus NWO, I think it was Revenge. And I remember, like, he would be super competitive. And the reason I bring up JJ is the last time I tried to Facebook stalk him, I found him. 
but I don't think I added him because I got banned from Facebook for a while. And I, I <laughs> oh, you went to Facebook jail? Yeah, no, I got actually, <laughs> I actually got banned during during the election season. Did you? Um, anyway, but I believe he actually is living his dream. I hope he is. He appeared to be doing something with promoting wrestling events, nice. which is a huge thing because my friend was always yeah, into wrestling. I was a huge wrestling fan too and as a kid. I remember he would learn all the grapple moves with his favorite, like Nash and Hall. Like we would always tag team in that game together after school. And then I figured out I could place Eric Bischoff, and I could I don't know who the fuck that was. Just some character in the game or in the in wrestling world, mm-hmm. I'd get out of the ring and I'd get a stop sign from the crowd, <laughs> yeah. and I would beat the living shit out of my opponent until yeah. they were bloody. And you could actually like beat people not to literal death, but submission, I guess, where you would win the round just by beating them to death. Yeah, and we played that for years to the point where I had so much fun. I moved. I was a grown ass man in in out of college in New York, living at my parents' house before I moved to Amarillo, and I bought an N sixty four at the pawn shop just to play that wrestling game. Hey man, wrestling games back then were awesome. I loved and them. I fucking hate wrestling in real life, but the games are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, playing NFL Blitz, we would get in fist fights. That's how competitive. And it was the same with the wrestling. Like we would get pissed off if we lost, and we'd we'd actually fight each other in real life. That's just how it was back then. Those are fun video game times when you would stay up incredibly late at night playing mm-hmm. video games, fueled by vanilla Coke or Dr yes. Pepper. Or whatever. I remember we uh, we used to do. We wanted to take shots. We were really edgy when we were in sixth grade. And we wanted to take shots, and so we got a bunch of like Cokes and Dr. Peppers and Sprites and like Mountain Dews, and we did shots all night long of stuff like that. Um, no, but I would say WCW versus NWO, Nintendo sixty four, mm-hmm. to me was the was my favorite wrestling game. Uh, I, I was kind of like James. Uh, Super Nintendo was the Super Mario on Super Nintendo mm-hmm. where you could get the fucking feather and everything. Donkey Kong. Donkey, I mean, well, Mario sixty four was really good too, though. Oh yeah, oh, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Yeah, was I've got that. Super Mario on. God damn it! Hey, I think it's the fucking. It's is it this? Adrian's. All right. Well, we're blaming it. It's this too. Let's just move that. I'm just gonna say it's that. It's gonna go away. Um, but that was what the game that I I played the most because I I played that and in the early 2000s I played that and listened to um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, just like mm. fucking oh, for yeah. days. But Nintendo 64. I would have to say Mario Kart 64 because my fondest memory, God, maybe of life, maybe one of my most fondest memories of life is playing with two guys I grew up with, Michael Johnson and Rowdy Mitchell, and playing just fucking tournaments and just doing that for like all goddamn day or all goddamn night is playing Mario Kart 64 and having like, you know, it was only two teams you could play on and so it'd be like 160 matches, like 160 wins versus like... 180 wins, you know, because you would just go back and forth. But I would say it had to, it would have to be Mario Kart, just because that was, yeah, man. So I'm looking at a, a Star James, Wars yeah, game. James is busting out racer. a lot of Star Wars Episode One Racer. I don't know if you remember this game. That I game do. was fun, but this yes. game was fun as shit. It was like my favorite racing game. Yeah, and I made sure to go back and buy it when I was an adult. I got it at a Black Vault. It's interesting because some of these yeah, games, like this game right here. I um, what was it? Three years ago? Three or four years ago? I think it was three years ago. I searched out and got a Nintendo sixty four and got a few games. Are you and then um, ended up selling them to James? Do you have any kind of a gaming capable PC? No. Well, you'd be surprised. I don't know if it still exists because I saw this in the gaming news. It's relating to Goldeneye, but a few years ago, somebody took um the Source Engine, which created the Half Life games, and had ported Goldeneye at least part of it into the Source Engine where you could play it. And then recently, I think Ubisoft got pissed at him and pulled it. Somebody used like the level design tools from Far Cry Five 
took three years and they recreated Goldeneye in I Far Cry 5 and it got pulled like the other day and I, I didn't even know. I would have bought Far Cry 5 just to play fucking Goldeneye. Oh, yeah. Why haven't that. they recreated Goldeneye for a modern uh, Good game question. system I, console? Because Why they can't they? because every James Bond game that's come out since Goldeneye has been a pile of shit. Not true. They should just mimic Not and, a pile and model it the same as the N64 game. I can't, I can't Recreate remember. It. I exactly. can't remember what game it was, but it was a game you could drive the car. Was it you could Nightfire? shoot from it. It may have been Nightfire, where you could shoot and like you could teleport. Not teleport, but you could essentially bat battering and bat zip across fucking maps. That sounds like Batman. It wasn't Batman. It was James Bond. It was probably Nightfire. It may have been because Nightfire. I don't think there's been another Bond game since Nightfire. Oh, I could God. be wrong. Let me this was early. I mean, it still would have been. And I mean, it still would have been 2003, it, yeah. 2004, something like that. And if there has been, it's a console only because I'm a PC gamer. And no, I don't it was on PlayStation. I feel like 007 GoldenEye was like the number one game in 64 ever made. It was. I mean, their release titles was like, what was it? Mario, which was great. Donkey Kong 64 was a lot of fun. The yeah, wrestling it games. It was, it was totally The other fire. thing is, yeah. back when I was a kid, when I was in that age group, 13, 14, we lived in, we lived in Nevada, and I can't remember what year it was because we moved to two different houses before we left there and came to and went to Jamestown, New York. But my um, mom, we had Blockbuster back then. And my mom, that was the one time my mom rented me a console from Blockbuster. But oh, the, the yeah. N64 was still fairly new, and it was too expensive. I don't remember how much it was. But I remember she told me once how much she paid for my Saturn, and it was fucking ridiculous. Like I guess <laughs> like, consoles were like a lot back then too, even though yeah. like PS Five is five hundred bucks now or six hundred or whatever. We rented it, and then Taco Bell had these giveaways where you could get like these little game pieces to win an N sixty four. I had I had like everything I needed but one, and then they ended the game, and I was like, "Fuck, oh, man!" Do you do you remember when Pizza Hut would do like promotions where you could win? You could win a console. You could no, win basketballs, f- football. When I was a kid, my parents hated Pizza Hut, so I never got to do any of that stuff. I felt like I was like I was Domino's. too poor to to afford Pizza Hut. I felt like Pizza Hut was like at the top of the pizza food chain, and we we just never we never got Pizza Hut. It was always Pizza Planet, but Pizza Hut has fallen off. You know over who the has years. really good pizza oh, yeah. that I was really impressed by? I was there the other day, Pescaraz. Here yeah, in town. That, I've never I'd never been there before, and they had uh, my wife ordered a, like a small pizza from that. I was really impressed with how good that pizza was. Mm-hmm. I've heard they have good pizza. Other than I mean, I've mentioned before my favorite was five seven five. Five seven five is really good. But um, Giovanni's is my favorite. I like Paleos. I haven't. I have been to Paleos when they first opened, but I haven't gone back. Nothing against them. It was just my wife. Whatever my wife ordered that time, she didn't like, so we just never went back. But who's Giovanni's? I think I've had, and that was good. Pizza Planet's fine. Who was the one? Was it Pizza Nomad? That Pizza Nomad. Yeah, it's like that was what pizza. he suggested last time. Yeah, it, it's okay. I'd like to try it just to see if it's any good. But I'm trying to do this fucking keto diet. That means no pizza. Oh man, <laughs> we did a Mary Fuck Kill, and pizza was the one that I killed. And I'm I'm starting to regret that because. Are you trying to live by it? I am. Oh, I mean it. I think that I was the, that was the hardest though. Mary Fuck Kill that we've ever done. And since we said since I killed steak, I went to Texas Roadhouse. Man, I just eat a pizza. Yeah. Pizza is like I don't know if I had my a steak soul. In Texas. I think I did have a steak that time, but steak is is a little bit above it. I mean, steak you can't go wrong with steak. You can put it in anything. You know, you can, you can cook a cook a ribeye, you can New York strip. You can dice it up. You can put in tacos. I mean, it's it's versatile. Tacos you know? are my favorite thing. I'm trying to think of what else I've had recently since we're on the subject of oh other other pizza. 
So I have friends that have um, raved about their calzones and their heroes, and I like heroes. They're really hard to find around town because Sam's Club doesn't sell the frozen meat anymore, which it wasn't that great anyway. Um, Vince's over there off of Western has pizza and heroes, and oddly enough, Arby's has pretty decent heroes if you buy the traditional I have had one. a hero there. They're pretty satisfying. Anyway, Vince's, the, the sandwich was really good, but the pizza was kind of a letdown. Sorry, Vince, if you're an actual person and not a name. But hey, man, Vince's is not the same as it used to be. It, the it the is crust was terrible. bland. The sauce was sweet. Yeah. It, the cheese was, the like, same. plasticky, and I, I feel bad, and I, I really enjoyed my gyro and my the sandwich and the dressing and everything that came with it. Like, all the other things I got from Vince's, that it was fucking amazing, but that pizza just kind of just, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's not the same. Like they need to. If, if I hope they're not like upset, or if they're listening to this, man, fix that fucking pizza. <laughs> now, enough of, of our pizza tangent, Adrian. I need to know what was your favorite N sixty four game. Um. Well, my favorite, I think, was Mario sixty four. Me and my brother played that shit like it. That was like our life back then. Was Mario sixty four? I don't think it was the best game that Nintendo sixty four had to offer. Um. But I think that was by far my favorite. I think the best game that they came out with was probably Zelda. Oh, I forgot Ocarina, about that. Yeah, Zelda. Ocarina, Ocarina of Time, I, I think, was probably their best game. I mean, the open world that it had was pretty advanced for the time. And, like, the, the, the combat and stuff like that that they added in there was really cool and pretty revolutionary. I could Did you get, get the console when it was new? Yeah. <laughs> Did you so, buy the console when it was new? Well... <clears throat> So here's the thing, like my brother, my younger brother grew up with our mom and I grew up with my grandparents. And so since my brother grew up like an only child, he was spoiled. So he got all the new consoles. So when he got the Nintendo 64, I was still playing on the Super NES, you know. So, uh, <laughs> But, you know, I, I would go spend the weekends, you know, with my mom and my brother. And so every weekend, me and my brother, that's all we did was play Nintendo 64. So I hate it. Look, the, the one drawback <clears throat> of the Nintendo 64 is the fucking controller. Yeah. I did not like the controller and the, 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 the style of the controller with the joystick in the middle. I hated it. It was hard for me to control. And it had, I'm not yeah, a big gamer took, in the first took, place. So it took some getting used to, yeah. I got me sure. frustrated quite a bit. I've had a hard time with Mario. Like Zelda, I never got past the Deku tree, and part of it was because the controls were hard for me. Goldeneye, I was actually, I would one-hand the controller and just, just play with my right hand, like, look like I'm right-handed, i use a mouse. And I was pretty good at Goldeneye, but then the only other game that I really didn't struggle with that controller was probably Mortal Kombat 4. I want to like, say... Like, those controls worked, but even, like, the wrestling game, as fun as that was, like, I had a really hard time with that one stick. And I think what, like, Xbox or, and Microsoft and Sony have now and everybody with the, t- the twin sticks is much, much better. Now, you mentioned Mortal Kombat. That's my close second. Mortal as Kombat far as my all-time was, favorite, I don't know though. What about Mortal Kombat Four across or the all consoles? Oh, we're on all-time favorite game. No, we're no about, but you know. he mentioned Mortal Kombat. Of course, I played it first on Super Nintendo and then on Nintendo sixty-four. I mean, that game to me is 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 up there with one of the best of all time. But which one though? Because there's there were two different ones. I liked on all 64. three. I, I played all three of them. Um, one, of course, the first one is probably my favorite. Shao Kahn's a cheating Shao son of a Kahn, bitch, though. Dude. And, well, he didn't show up till the second one, though. What was it? The Centaur. What was his name? Motaro. He's a Motaro, cheating son of a yeah, bitch, yeah. too. The, the trilogy was pretty cool. You could get, like, all three of the classics on a cartridge, but Mortal Kombat 4, there was something just so satisfying about just beating people's ass in Mortal Kombat 4. Like, Scorpion pulls out a sword and just, like, oh, dude, I always, the shit out I of I always you. try to find the codes to unlock the hidden, you know, mm-hmm. characters. Smoke was one of my favorites. Smoke was legit. 
Some of the Smoke PS2 Mortal Kombat's were pretty legit too, though, where you could like smash people through walls and floors and change the yeah, level and stuff. It was pretty neat. The evolution of the game is is awesome. I haven't played the, the newest years. one yet. It's pretty graphic. The newer one. I have like, nine and ten, but I haven't. I don't have eleven yet. Yeah. I, I I'm PC, so I just wait for like Uber sales, and I saw like. Oh yeah, the game is fourteen dollars, but here's like seventy dollars worth of DLC that you have yeah. to buy. Like, I want most of these characters, so I'm just gonna wait until this is like five bucks summer sale, and I'll just get it like five years from now. Fuck it. Not to knock eleven, but if you have played ten, mm-hmm. you've played eleven. Oh. There's not really that much of a change in terms of game mechanics or are gameplay or anything like better that. Better characters. The, the characters are the only thing that changes. Does Striker come back? Because I used to, I used to kick ass with Striker. I, I've played it in Johnny parallel, Cage. but I've never Johnny Cage. Dear God. Jax. No, you know, I will Jax say, is always fun. Shao Kahn. I've never met Oh, another. no, that other Khan too. Kotal Khan. Kotal Khan. Yeah. He was all right. Did Rated. you guys ever have like a, a notebook full of codes? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, for, had, um, I had oh, several. Specifically for the Vector Man games on Sega Genesis. Those were really fun, too. I had, I had cheat codes for I the original Vector Man. I always sucked at putting Man. in the codes. I sucked at and it. And Sonic. Sonic, the Sonic series, had some codes. And who was the other one? There was another game I used to play that had a shitload of codes, and I don't remember what they were. Yeah, I mean, the, the codes were cool because some some of your friends are really good at doing them and putting them in. Yeah. But, like, like me, I was terrible. I could never get it right. I think one of them was the X-Men game on the Genesis. Like, there was some kind of, like, danger room code. You could manipulate something in the danger room to check, choose levels and stuff. That was pretty cool, but yeah. it, it was always hard. I remember, dude, you got to put in this code for that me. That game was it. fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, they, but it was one of the it was one of the best games. Mm-hmm. It was one on of the best Genesis, games. On Genesis, it was X-Men, and then one of the... What was the other? I liked the Golden Axe games, but it was, like, Streets of Rage. Like, one of those. Like, the second one, I think, was the best. Do you remember Primal Rage? Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That game was pretty cool. I um, I remember this wasn't a, a Nintendo sixty four. I know we're jumping consoles. Uh, it was a it was a, a Super Nintendo game, and it was Batman Forever. Mm. Fuck yeah, Batman Forever <laughs> was one of the best. My great buddy. movie still to this day. I don't give a fuck what people say. It's when one, did that it's come a great out? The mid nineties. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety four. When okay. I was in I think, grade will you school, check that. Yeah, it was like ninety four, ninety five. SNES kid, and we had that. Was that penguin. was a, such a fun. Danny DeVito is a penguin. No, that's Batman Returns. Oh, okay, Batman <laughs> Forever was Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face and George Clooney in his nipple suit. Oh God, what a great suit! <laughs> seal? Jim Carrey, Seal, Nicole Kidman. Which I'm sorry, you can't tell me Nicole Kidman is yeah ninety five. Ninety five. Great. Great album, great video game, great movie. Still to this day, you watch that movie today, and he is one of the best Bat. Oh wait, was it? It's one of the best Batman movies. Was it George Clooney or was it Val Kilmer? It was Val Kilmer. It was Val Kilmer. Oh, that's yeah. even better because Val Kilmer wasn't a shitty Batman like George Clooney mm-hmm. was. Val Kilmer does all right. He was Val Kilmer playing Batman though. Sorry, the other. I think the other game, like, like yeah, my buddy growing up in, in grade school was a Super Nintendo kid, so we had stuff on his, and we had he'd come over, we play Genesis. The Spider-Man games on the Genesis, specifically Maximum Carnage. I think they had that on Super Nintendo, too. Maximum Carnage was fucking awesome, and Separation Anxiety was like a huge letdown. Look at this bad boy. This bad boy was $8.99. This is is Beavis and Butthead on Super Nintendo. That's a classic. Beavis and Butthead was a fun-as-hell game, but it was so hard. Like You'd think it was so stupid it'd be easy. It was hard. I didn't have a PlayStation, but PlayStation 2 Spider-Man was one of the best games. There's because a, you can have like 20 different suits and each suit had different... What is that one? There's Mortal another Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Nice. I think N64 had a Spider-Man that was really good. And I want to say Dreamcast also had a Spider-Man oh, man. that was really Dreamcast. good. Oh, man. Dreamcast. I never played Dreamcast. I Dreamcast did, man. Was, I bought a Dreamcast yeah. when they were 
fresh out and they were super popular. I remember when Oprah gave mm-hmm. her audience all a Dreamcast. And at one time, they were top. I mean, top console. It just did what a weird games. It it just fell from the mountaintop so fast. Well, the PlayStation came out and usurped it. Right. And it, Dreamcast was cool. I, I felt like the graphics for Dreamcast were groundbreaking. They were way better than N64 and any console before. I think it was the original, you know, like the GTA 3 style, or well, now we have GTA 5, like that open world run on murder people shit. I think one of the Yakuza games on Dreamcast was actually one of the first examples of that. And now there's like seven Yakuza games or something. I don't I don't play any of those, but I remember like people were like an uproar about Dreamcast, and it was one of those nobody really talked about it. They talked about like uh, like uh, there's a Star Wars game. There was um, Knights where you'd fly around in a 3D world, which they had that on Saturn too. It was kind of cool. But this Yakuza game was like a groundbreaking 3D open world game that nobody had ever done before. I mean, I they did on N64, but there were always walls in Mario. And I don't know walls why in Zelda funneling you through the story, and it was. Kind of neat. I don't know why Dreamcast felt because like it was it clunky. Because did. it didn't because have the PS2. Or the, or was pretty it the much PS2 that you know, I think it was the PS2 that killed it. It wasn't the, PlayStation the PS2. Because it was PS2 a disc came console. out and you know the it's PS2 all exclusive. Amazing console. Yeah. Nintendo had exclusives. X, Microsoft Xbox had exclusives. Mm-hmm. PlayStation had exclusives. Dreamcast might have, but they didn't have anything that could compete with those. Like, like God of War. God of War changed the game. Yeah, the thing is with Sega, like, Sega had a lot of first-party really cool games, but Sony had all the major exclusives that we think of Mm -hmm. when we think of exclusives. It's like, and now that's even being diluted. If you look at, like, modern gaming, like, Halo is no longer an Xbox exclusive. I can play, I think the Master Chief Collection is released on Steam. Halo 5 is coming, so I can play on my computer. The Xbox now is basically a a Windows 8.1 machine or something with with a special UI, or maybe Windows 10 now. I don't even know. I don't have one but like all the xbox and pc is like coming together and there was also some news on i think it was tech radar was talking about this that sony had acquired you know how all the tomb raider and um uncharted is still a sony exclusive but like some of these these sony exclusives like the tomb raider series had all been ported over to pc eventually sony just real quiet like under the radar bought the company that was doing those ports and i think they're trying to compete with xbox because they're going to lose pc gamers because there's a lot of us that don't want to buy a console, but they can still make a shitload of money off us from their games. I hope they do, because, man, I, Sony has better exclusives. I'm sorry. I, I really don't like like Xbox exclusives. I think Sony does a much better job with that stuff. I only liked Halo. I And, and Halo, and it's just because, uh, and really, really because Halo Reach. Halo Reach, to me, was just a fun game to play. Actually, Halo 1 and 2 were out on PC with like Windows. Like, you had to have Windows 7 or Windows 8 or something like that. It was some weird 64-bit requirement. And then with 3, Reach, 4, and 5, and all that, they were exclusives. And now they're all coming, it's coming full circle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think if I buy another, if I buy another console, it'll be... It'll be a PlayStation because I want to play the new Spider-Man. Yeah, that's supposed and to be And I want to awesome. play the new God of War, and it Demon has better. Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls. I, it has better games. Yeah, I, it I'm has really more to it. much but, more impressed with Sony's for Sony's like exclusives studios. Like the console itself. I mean, I don't really, I don't have any fandom there. I don't care. No. I mean, I'm an AMD fan, but they made the hardware in both consoles, so who cares? They also made the hardware in my computer, so I mean, doesn't matter. Yeah, my uh, love for games fizzled out. Probably late teens, and stopped Lame. really playing games. No, because you, no, you still hosted. You still hosted to, uh, uh, NCAA tournaments. That's the only and game. Tournaments. I did not do Madden. NCAA is well, the NCAA. only game that I will 
play in the future and that I play now if I do pick up a controller. It's going to be NCAA. Like, that's my favorite game of all time. But, I mean, as far as any other game, I just, now that I'm older, I, I can't sit and play a game. That's what I like to do for a hobby. I, I put my yeah. feet up and just yeah. bust out yeah. the and, and a lot of guys can, but I'm just not wired that way. All right, so to transition away from games uh, and into the NCAA, uh, it was recently announced that the NCAA um, players essentially can benefit and can make profit from their likeness, whereas in the past they could not, which is, in my opinion, I think yeah. Jason's well. It's, it's about huge. damn time. Yeah. It is. It's Adrian's about time. as well. I mean, we use their. Or we don't. We don't. But we see their their likenesses used. We see their like their personalities. They're like, oh, they're so and so. I don't. I don't know any athletes because I don't pay any yeah, attention well, to sports. But like, you see them used for mm. advertising. Well, why should the team or the university get all the profit when you're using like, you know, Joe Bob, the football player from Texas Tech, who's amazing? I mean, why why does Tech get all the credit? Why can't he make some money from his? Right. It's about time that this happened. And, you know, the name and likeness is going to be beneficial to the, to the athletes and they deserve it. I just feel like they, they invest so much into the university. Yes. They get a free education, but, but not all the time. They don't not always, everybody they does. don't always get taken care of outside of the university. And that's where this will come into play. They're going to be able to pay bills. They're going to be able to have a comfortable living as their student athletes at, at whatever university that they're a part of. So I think it's beneficial for the entire, you know, nation for student athletes to create their own brand, to do autograph signings, to do endorsements, to do advertisements, commercials, all that type of stuff. It it's going to benefit them in the long run and it's going to help their families immediately. Cause I think it also never benefits know who, like lower income people, like exactly. kids that couldn't normally support yeah. going to a college or they couldn't, or they had to work to pay family, pay help their family, or something like this. Opens up a lot of opportunity for people who ordinarily wouldn't have it. Because now it's like, hey, I can get a paycheck to play football. I don't have to go work yeah. thirty hours a week at at some store to support it's my so family. So silly, or the, or the other way around, where a, a kid can say, hey, I can go to college now mm-hmm. because I don't have to worry about staying home and working yeah. thirty hours to ensure that my family has this this opportunity. Yeah, it, it opens up a lot of opportunity yeah. for people that might not have otherwise had it. I just think it's so silly and ridiculous. Like a student athlete can't before they couldn't go and, and sign autographs for money, and they couldn't benefit from you know the hard work that they've invested within themselves and, and, and the production they put on the field, it should mean something. And it's cool that they're going to be able to do that now and make money from signing autographs, even making appearances. Like I, I saw the past couple of days, a lot of athletes are doing cameos. You mm-hmm. guys know what the cameos are? I mean, it's, I know what a cameo it's is. It's like an app. It's an app that people can request a birthday message, inspirational message of any kind, or you know anything they want the athlete or celebrity to say, they pay for it, they get the video <laughs> back, and Sorry. they they get they get a cool piece of that that uh, athlete. And, and holy shit, it's to, cool to me. It just seems so weird. I would have if you would have gone to me when I was nine years old, eight years old, seven years old, fucking in any age, and said, "Hey, man." Give me a hundred bucks, and I can make sure Robin Williams says happy birthday to you. I would have paid it in an instant. Right, that's I mean, pretty cool. Honestly, I mean, if I was going to make so a lot weird. of money just God, from it's just that so app, weird, man. if I was some kind of a celebrity, I don't know that I would. I don't know that I would charge people for that shit. But you'd get overwhelmed. You'd ha- you kind of have yeah. to because you'd get overwhelmed with requests, or you just have a number. You'd have to have some kind of a number. All right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do three of these a day. 
or I'm gonna do thirty of these in one in one day. Once a week, I'm gonna grab thirty of them and I'm gonna do thirty. Cause, yeah, because yeah, that would be like, everybody I don't, I don't wants know a piece that I would, of it. Maybe I would charge for. I don't know. I'm not a celebrity, so I don't know. Yeah, there, there's some celebrities like. Uh, for example, Brett Favre, he was charging $500 for a cameo. But he was not charging anything to send a dick pic. Right. <laughs> Damn it. I, I'm probably tw- it's probably double. You, why doesn't he just start up an OnlyFans and he can charge money for his dick pics too? I mean, I know that's a good idea, huh? You know, uh, because I, he's already I sent it out. It. It's a. <laughs> you'd, hang on, you'd subscribe to Brett Favre's no, OnlyFans? No, I would start an OnlyFans oh, okay. so I could sell my own dick okay. pics. Okay, I mean, you still I just, can. I'd ha- no, I'd have to cut my face out of it. That's and true. Shit. That's true. No, yeah. I can't do random, that. I'd, I'd random probably, guy dick pics. I'd probably get fired. I can't do that shit. I can also no. see the, no. the name, in, image, and likeness being a distraction yeah. as well for the program, for just everyday operation. You know, for example, at practice, a kid, you know, they have a cell phone. They have all these cameos. They have stuff that they're ob- obligated to do through their contracts that they're signing with the name, image, and likeness deals. You know, they're, they're going to be distracted from what they're doing, participating in practice. And who's to say maybe they miss a practice, maybe they even miss, you know, a special event just because they want to indulge in, in the the new benefits of name image. Maybe their contracts need to restrict some of that stuff. There's so going to have to be well, rules on, put in place I by think, the university. I think I think that that's that's where we're that's where it's getting interesting because if you've ever looked into what a especially a division not not only a division one. But what a college professional, a professional college athlete, because that's what they are. They're professionals at that point. They're grown men and women competing at the top of their level, nearly. Um, they, it's basically a they, semi-pro league at this well, point. Well, yeah, but but they go through. It's essentially work. They've got practice at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. They've got weight training. Then they have class. It's a job. And so I think what's going to be interesting is where the loyalties are going to lie. Right. Where is this loyalty for this 19-year-old kid going to lie? Is it going to lie with the endorsements or is it going to lie with the college? Are we call, are, is, the, is the transfer portal going to be open significantly more? Because let's face it, if Oklahoma is needing a running back and they've got three different options and there's this kid at a D2 school who's got a million followers on his Instagram and is racking up a lot more money. Who's to say Oklahoma doesn't choose that kid who's of a less tier player to get the attention and the money. Then does it become, but most of the money is going to be going to that individual, not the university, but the school is going to, they're going to gain, they're going to benefit from the, from the attention. Yes. So then they're no longer trying to find the best player. They're trying to find the best source of income. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think no. they're still going to base it on – I mean, you, you have to have the talent to win. And the schools have to write those contracts defensively to protect their own interests. And they also need to – I mean, this maybe is going too far, but they need to protect the athletes. So the athlete has to have – The school the or school, the agency? Because I don't think the school has been protecting these athletes not only, for a I don't mean time. that not, – not necessarily that kind of protection. I mean, as far as like, okay, if you're going to play sports for our college, I get you. you have to go to your practices. You have to maintain this GPA. You have – put limits on the – There will be – Limits on yeah, the there, there financial aspect of it. So they can't just get yanked from all their tryouts and practices to, to do like autographs. They can't do that or else they get cut. It's going to be interesting how the universities and coaches handle this moving forward because it's going to be a trial and error type of process or limit that shit to like the off season. And I, mean, I, I know that this is, this has been building for a while. So they've got some type of knowledge and, and, and plans in place to, to deal with it. But this year is going to be kind of a learning process for everybody 
But I mean, I think it's going to be great for the players. Well, there's already a lot of players. I think it was within like hours of the yes. announcement that immediately um, monetizing YouTube's. And, yeah, yeah. But was just a player that signed with uh, an agency that you know a, a marketing agency or whatever. I don't, I don't know how. How do you that start works. one of those? Like, okay, Spencer. Well, you Radler. could do it right now. We just have we could we could we could sponsor a division. We could sponsor a WT player. We could have a WT player and give him shirts, give him merchandise. Put him on here, blast his image, all that kind of stuff. And I don't know if we take a percentage, but I think you essentially act as a manager. It's like, I think it's kind of like Entourage, but different. Hmm. It's like Ballers. Ballers. That's the other HBO show. There's always an HBO show if you're wanting to do shit. I mean, it's it's, think of a good way to make money and get your stuff out there. Plus, that promotes promotes this podcast as well because they'll be linked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that also gives you an in for more sports content, which a lot of a lot of listeners probably do want that. And I mean, nobody for an wants example, to to me like fucking the, World of Warcraft. The, so, I mean. <laughs> the starting quarterback at Oklahoma is Spencer Rattler, and immediately when the news broke that this was passed, he put on his Twitter that uh, he's starting his own, you know, pretty much his own brand. He came out with a logo and everything, and he he um, vowed to give a portion of his proceeds to the community. Hell yeah. Well done. Charity and things like that, which I thought was awesome. A lot of players need to do that and give back to where they're at, whatever college town that they're a part of. Um, Cause they're going to make money hand over fist, especially if you are a top player, if you are a big name player, you're going to make 20, 30,000 in a few weeks. I mean, they're going to make money so fast. I need to become. I a think drug some of them will. Make that but the, the thing that <laughs> yeah. sucks is the guys that aren't, you know, really known that don't yeah. have high production on the field. They're not going to benefit much from their name and likeness. Maybe from the video game that comes out in a couple years, because they I, are I bringing think, NCAA back. I think there's going to be, out of, the, I'd say two percent. I think two percent of the NCAA qualifying athletes will benefit heavily. Heavily. And I'd say maybe another twenty percent. Did you think about like vast majority of them, unless they know earlier. the guy that owns the subway down the street? They're probably not going to get much like, in think terms about, of Think about how how much a player like Vince Young or Adrian Peterson or even Trevor Lawrence last year would have made. That's why I said two percent. Those type of players will maybe even make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, I bet they'll make season. more than that. I bet they'll make more than that. You mean to tell me that someone like let's face it, the last great big name in any kind of sport? rising up from high school was Zion. He would have gone to college. He would have stayed, let me rephrase, he would have stayed in college longer if he, he had made have. money. No doubt. Because he would have ran all of NCAA for four years. Now he's in the NBA. This and most may, people, he hasn't been on, on yeah. ESPN in fucking months. Because let's face it, uh, NFL career, professional career is not guaranteed. The, the span of a successful NFL career is not long at all. I mean, the average career is three years tops. So a lot of these players, I think it will make them want to invest and stay at the university longer because they could make more money in college versus NFL when it's not guaranteed and they could get hurt. You know, new talent comes out from the draft every year. It's, it's very competitive. But if you're a star in college, if I was a star in college, I would stay all four years as long as my eligibility would, would let me and make as much money as I can before I go to the next level. Or if you're that successful in college, you can make a nice little nest egg and not have to go pro. 
I mean, you could be mildly successful and make yourself. You graduate from college, you got a nice two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, nest you could open up your own restaurant when you're in college on right on outside the or the take stadium, that. like on campus corner or something. You know, you could I mean, take you could do so many things your money with your money, like a gym or something. There, you have like that's your recognition. Like, oh, remember me? I was this mm-hmm. from whatever college. Right. And I, you can come to my gym and we can train you according to like my successful stuff. Yeah, I would own a gym, and I'm I'm not even an athlete. I just like to lift weights. Shit. Yeah, there's so many opportunities. That's the cool thing about it is that these athletes are going to be able to do whatever they want with their money. A lot of them may blow it at the strip club. <laughs> well, and but let's face it: what would any other 19, 20, 21 year old do? Buy right. a but if they have car, if they like have a, good parents, like a Bugatti or some shit that they yeah. can't Depends. afford. To They're going to funnel Pancakes a lot of that go. money home, I bet, to their parents. God, I hope so, man. That's going to be so. cool to see families thrive as their kid is in college. And that way they're not like hanging by a thread and, and hoping that they make it in the NFL because it's so cutthroat in the NFL. It's a business. So when does the, when does this cameo thing start? Like, when does this like actually start? Like if I wanted the okay. Texas tech cheerleaders to sing me happy birthday, it starts as of what yesterday. Yeah. They I mean, can, I don't have any money, so they're they not can going legally to it, but, start in, they can make an account and they can start distributing messages whatever they want and also cameo. are the can, cheerleaders included in this or is it just the players because i think it's, I think it's is any student i think athlete. it's any student At, all athlete. student athletes because like cheer and dance and stuff that shit is a sport i can't do Which, that shit therefore it's a sport i think this is a good opportunity also for there to be a lot of investment in in these individuals to bring light to a lot of sports Hockey's not very big in, in, the, right. in the United Hockey's States, awesome. and it should be. Soccer. Soccer should be one of, if not the most successful sport oh, in yeah. the nation. I was actually kind of interested in watching some of the soccer games and getting into God, it with so like all the, with all the, the European uh, guy. I can't think of the name of it. But like I was watching. It was like Mexico versus somebody the other day. I think the first time I went to sport clips, it was Mexico versus Argentina or Russia versus Poland or something. I was like, that shit's intense. That's just as intense as an NFL game. It's just yeah. a different style of game. Like I could see myself like getting into this and rooting for somebody. And then when you see the fans and they're just going batshit. The question crazy. is what, what just country to give would you, I root for? Just to oh. give you an example and an idea. I'd have to vote. I'd have to go for the UK. Yeah, some team based in Scotland. I, I just basically pick based based on who's playing that day as to who I'm going to cheer for. So oh, yeah. I was in Dallas one time for a training thing, and that was where I saw Mexico versus Argentina. I went to this empanada shop, and it was an Argentinian restaurant that had empanadas. This is the app. Oh, and I walk in there and I'm watching the soccer game on their TV while I'm eating my eating my lunch, and they come like, "Oh, you cheer for Argentina, right?" And I'm looking around, I see all these like the Argentina flags and the the white and blue jerseys. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, go Argentina." <laughs> I'm sitting there like, "Like, fuck, man, I want to cheer for Mexico. They're our neighbors, and they bring me all this good food and stuff." All right, I, I don't want to get my ass kicked. <laughs> here's an example of good how food, much ass kicked celebrities charge on the cameo app, like Chris Stapleton. Who's that? Set- Eight hundred dollars. Okay, country singer. Find me somebody that I know is Andre. Mick Thru- Foley. Andre. Andre Thru- Nick Foley is in like the wrestler. Yes. Oh shit! How much does it cost for Nick Foley to tell me happy birthday? One hundred fifty bucks. That's it. That's cheap. That's it. I'll have Redman. Okay. Ernie Red Man. Hudson. Who the fuck is Ernie Hudson? Ghost. Ghostbusters. Seriously, Ghostbusters. Ghost- yeah. I don't know. Congo. I don't. I don't. I'm not into that. I guess. You're not uh, into Congo. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know what Ghostbusters are? I do. I know that Bill Murray was in it. Wednesday. Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, how much is Gilbert Gottfried? Chris Hansen. Hello, happy birthday. Oh, I need Chris Hansen to he's, tell people to take a seat right over there. Yeah, how he's much charging is, how much is 80 Chris bucks. That's not bad. Bu- so 80 bucks for what? Can I, bu- can I shout I, out? Anything I want? Mm-hmm. 80 bucks for a Chris Hansen prank call? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. 
Who else is uh is uh is Chris Angel? I want to I want to hear that guy tell me that he's a failure. Like uh, Carol Baskin <laughs> from that uh, Tiger bitch. King. That bitch. <laughs> um, uh, Kate Flannery from The Office, two hundred dollars. Which one's that one? Meredith from The Office. Oh, okay, okay. Ted Nugent. Oh yeah. Hang on, I will That's say if anyone from The Office was going to have one of those, it would either be Meredith or Creed. Tommy Chung. Okay. <laughs> really? How, yeah. Okay. How much for Tommy Chung? One fifty. Okay, so how long is it? Like thirty seconds? Uh, about is Cheech on there? Fifteen to thirty seconds. Yeah. That's not bad. How much did it cost when we got uh, Mike Leach? <laughs> uh, shit, I can't remember. We had we had Mike Leach give us a shout out. Hey, I always wanted to be paid. Ghostface Killer. <laughs> All okay, right. Okay. Wu Tang. Um, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I mean, Jim Boheim, he's a basketball coach, 200 bucks. Kareem Aldujabar, $600. What about. Yeah, but he's like an all time great, though. I don't even like basketball, and I know that. What about, like, Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson. I just wanted to sing. I would want a Kelly Clarkson shout out. Fuck you, man. Kelly Clarkson was the shit back in 05. Lee Majors. Oh, the million dollar man? Okay, That's so cool. there, are some, Buffer. there are some there are some there are some D list celebrities on here now. There are there's some A list. There's some. What D-list. about Tom Arnold? Tom Arnold's one forty. <laughs> Sarah Palin. <laughs> I don't. I actually that was one of the things uh, we have. We haven't really talked about politics today, but honestly, I hated John McCain and I couldn't stand what? Sarah Palin. Honestly, Bob Saget. You didn't like John McCain. I hated those. I hated that ticket. I threw open my mouth when I voted for those two. Sarah Palin. I here's here's my fondest memory of Sarah Palin was watching Tina go. Fey mimic. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was funny. That is amazing. What a I, perfect capture. I actually one of the things some of the things like as my my political thought has evolved over time and I've started to like really hate some of these like this establishment crowd. So I want to hear some of those. I fucking hated John McCain and Sarah Palin and I hated Mitt Romney. Yeah, and I'm just like I, I they need to stop putting these assholes up. Yeah, I didn't even like Paul Ryan. There's I didn't no, like Paul Ryan. Ryan. That's the thing. I hated all of those people. Yeah. Like, Lindsay Lohan, oh. Cedric the Entertainer. Hang on. What about what about Dolph Lundgren? What about yeah? Oh, yes. Dolph Lundgren. How much is he? I don't know. Let's look him up. Okay, can you search? Because I also want to. I, I also want to figure out how much uh, the Pink yeah. Ranger is. Because my girls oh, like Amy, the Pink Amy Ranger. Joe Johnson. Amy Joe Johnson. The original Pink Ranger. He's four hundred bucks. Oh, Dolph okay, that's too yeah, much. Yeah, but I love but Dolph Lundgren though. He's got a fucking like mass. He's got a doctorate in like chemistry. I, I love Dolph Lundgren. I might pay four hundred bucks for one from him. Okay, how about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, let's see if he's on here. Or Sylvester Stallone. His movies are terrible, but as a person, he seems like he's pretty yeah, fucking awesome. No, no. Oh, Dolph Lundgren. As a person, seems like he's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, this may be a personator. A personator? What's a person? Impersonator. Oh. oh. Okay, so what about Amy it's Jo like Johnson? 70 bucks. Does she still have a career? I mean, I don't mean that to be rude. Like, I mean, seriously, I think is she, she still she in was, stuff? She was, I think she's, I think so. Because she was in She's Canadian, shit. right? I don't know. I think she does a lot of the Canadian shows. She's $10, on Amy Jo Johnson. $10? Really wow. Yep. Is that really her? That really she, is her. Yeah, it is her. Holy cow. She probably doesn't really need the money if you think about it. She had Power Rangers. But she was also in some Disney movies, like kids' oh, movies and stuff. That I, know, I believe man. she's wasn't she actually like a legit gymnast? Oh, I guess you could do. Um, Hang on, some of those... video calls now, live one-on-one video. Oh, calls. I can video That's talk cool. with the people. Okay, so what about what's the other guy's name? I went blank on his name. The Green Ranger. Oh, t- Jason David Frank. No, 
Yes. He probably is Jason on there. David Frank. He seems like he's I a pretty money. cool guy, too. He seems too. like a nice guy. And he's actually... Like, Adrian, we he comes to Amarillo all the time. Oh, yeah. He was here last time. I, yeah, I wanted to stay. David Yost comes here, too. The Dave, Blue Ranger. And my, my daughter, Emma, loves the Blue Ranger. I thought about taking her to go see him, he, but he was she would at, understand. Uh, three. Unknown Comics, wasn't he? Yeah, unknown, unknown Comics. Yeah, over so, on Sansi. Adrian, or you get... You got to pick somebody. I'm going to give you $75. Who would you who would you FaceTime with for seventy five dollars? Who would I FaceTime with? She's got to look at the list. Fuck, though. fuck the number. My bad. I just shouldn't anybody, have put a number on it. Who, who would you? Yeah, what famous? But they have to be on there. We have to search for them, and they have to be on there. So you can't say like Derek Jeter because he's not going to be on there. How do you know? He's sitting on his. Millions. You don't. You don't have the app. You don't know. That's true. James has the app, which is mm. uh, that's another thing I think we should talk about later. Is the fact that James has this app. I, I've so, had it be, out of interest. Does it have to be like an actor, oh, sure. or actress, no, 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 or like it's a, somebody on the app? Anybody on the app. Anybody on the cameo, yeah. Who would okay. you talk to? And James will search it up and we'll see if it's there. Um, I got twenty six bucks on me, so as long as it's not <laughs> under that, I have good. a I have ten cents in my ashtray. I, I got a Venmo. I'll Let's Venmo see. some money to James, and we'll talk to somebody live on the podcast. Fuck it. We should do that I'm one of thinking. these days. Amy Joe Johnson was ten dollars. We can talk to a Pink Ranger for ten bucks. What <laughs> oh. the hell? Fuck Power yeah. Rangers. I hated Power Rangers. Was I so like the original. Shitty. Well, the original yeah. Power Rangers was great after they... I'm not wanting you to have this opinion were, that as was, a damn near 40-year-old man. That is the worst... I'll say it here. It is the worst fucking show ever fucking created. No, it wasn't. That was no. Big shut Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> Beetleborgs, you say, you shut your fucking mouth. Beetleborgs is like the fucking same shit. It, it, it's no, so it was worse. That cheesy. was so much worse. It is. It, the, the acting is terrible. The graphics are fucking like homemade in your fucking backyard. Uh, you know what, though? Whoever like, it was that the they got in those costumes to be like Lord Zed and Rita. Yeah. Those probably. people... I mean, I don't know. It is terrible. I know that How was some like D-list that? acting, could, but those people know, put their heart and soul well, into those roles. Yeah, here's the thing, James. When you're six <laughs> years, when you're, when you're seven Shit. years old, you don't have much of a background in terms of what's cool. Well, back and what's then, not. I knew that it was not cool, and I did not watch it. Well, but you know what? Back then, I bet you did a lot of things. And you were a, you know. <laughs> hey, is is Mark Hamill on that? Adam? Oh, Ooh, there you choice. go. Nice. And not because of Star Wars. I was a big fan of Batman the Animated Series. Oh, yeah. he, I don't he see him on here. The Joker. Damn, he wouldn't be on here. Well, yeah. Billy D. Williams. Oh, that would be a good one. Lando. Or James Earl Jones. Hey, Billy how about- D. Williams, there he is. Oh, shit. Yeah, how 350 much? bucks. Jesus. Hey, how about Little Dicky? The rapper. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Little Dicky. Dave. Have you watched the, the Dave show on Hulu? That's, no, I don't, that's really, who I I don't really watch things. Oh, the last show that I watched it. was probably my wife was watching Kim's X. Convenience. <laughs> she what? likes that. It was Kim's Convenience. I think it's on Fuck Netflix. It's <laughs> like the, the people that own the convenience store. It's like a sitcom. It's pretty funny. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I like that one. Kim's I think it's Ron on White, dude. He's from Fritch. Hey, he's call from me this Tater area. Salad. That'd be a good one. How much uh, is he? Ten bucks. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Damn, he looks terrible. Is Nick Nolte on there? Who? Fuck Nick yeah. Nolte. <laughs> Nick Nolte. Oh, I'd pay good money for Nick Nolte. I just I just want to hear him tell me a story about any time he did acid. No, he's on here. What up? Oh, never mind. I'd be on there. Was was Dave? Was little Dicky? Nah, he wasn't on there. Okay. I'm trying to think of a rapper that I would want. So I don't know um, for those who are listening, tell us who you would like to hear from. We'd love to. We'd love to know. If you tell us, 
and we like your answer, we'll say it on the next one, and we'll give you if we like it. Yeah, and we'll give you uh, some crackers or some shit. I'll buy you. A beer. We also we'll buy you a beer. For, we'll buy you a drink from Rocket Brews. We'll buy you a drink from Rocket Brews. So one drink from Rocket Brews to anyone that um, I'll buy you a, the biggest fucking Michelada that they have. Uh, if you let us know who you would want to talk to. For example, James is looking up James Vanderbeek, yeah, and he that just dude popped up on here. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I thought like he, he used to be him. like a teen heartthrob, didn't he? he was yeah. old as shit. Now. Yeah, yeah. Varsity Blues is a so, long like, time ago. It also has to be like a rule, like you you can't ask for somebody that's super expensive, right? Yeah. No, no. Gotta, you can have reasonable. whoever you want. I'm oh, just I thought you were gonna like, call them and try to. Oh get them on. no, I'll call Amy Jo Johnson. She's well, ten dollars. I'll talk to the Pink Ranger for ten dollars. Well, your kids would like that. Uh, my girls would. You know, they like the Yellow Ranger and the Blue Ranger. Did you hear the the original, talking about the original Power Rangers? I stopped watching when they did the cast changes. Like, after they had the second Red Ranger, who yeah. turned out to be, like, in porn or something. I think I stopped watching. <laughs> but the uh, Yeah, <laughs> one of one of the Red Rangers was in porn. Oh, nice. Um, anyway. Like, during, during no, it? No, it was after. Oh, okay. I, I, I well, you can't blame I don't, I don't know. Internet porn wasn't a thing back then. It was like, I was like... In That's grade true. school. That's true. So, um, Juicy J. I love it. Was, it. Um, that was his porn name? Juicy J. I don't know. Oh. No, he's got somebody else. I'm trying to think. Oh. <laughs> Did you? There was like the, the Yellow Ranger, the original Yellow Ranger. Yeah, Trini. Had like a really tragic car accident. Oh, no. I didn't and then there that. was like, there was some drama between the, the, the other cast and stuff like that. And the only one that I, I think the only ones that ever actually were, were like, had careers outside of Power Rangers was Frank. He was, he was the in original. MMA and stuff. Yeah. And, and Amy Jo Johnson, I believe she was really a gymnast. She was a real gymnast. Like, they yeah. actually had skills. It was kind of impressive. Oh, wow. Brooke Burke. How much is Brooke Burke? I haven't thought about her since. Like, Wild on E. Yeah, like 2004. Three? <laughs> I don't even know God, man, that's getting old. That's yeah. cool, though. That it's getting sad when I'm talking about the early 2000s, and if, it's like, oh, it's 20 years ago. Tara Reed. Hell yes. Re- she's still... She's still alive? Yeah. She's still alive. How much is it to talk to Tara Reed? Uh, 160. Wow. That's, you know, that's crazy, though, that they're just if like, people want to talk to me. If I was a celebrity, I'd do that shit. This that's one, true. I, I love this guy. I'd probably be cheap, too. <gasps> Jeremy Piven. I, I mean, he's expensive. He seems like he's being an expensive bastard. He's yeah. selling his DMs. Is he really? You can see that link. It said DM two ninety nine. Yeah, you can you you can have them send you a message. Which you can actually cool. text. This is like the shit that we used to see at two o'clock, three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Ben, ben Stein. Stein. This is the shit we used to see two or three o'clock, three o'clock, and we're like, call one nine hundred uh, hot chicks, and we'll talk to you. It's only one ninety nine a minute. And oh my gosh. Yeah, I forgot about that. When no, I was a kid, dude, I, I used remember to, stupid shit like my that. My dad used to keep penthouses like in the in the <laughs> under the sink in the basement bathroom when I was a kid and I found them. Oh, Sorry, God. dad. And um anyway, I remember looking through the back of those. I mean, I looked through the whole fucking magazine. You know, I was a teenager. It was like 12 and 13 or whatever. But I looked through the back of it and found all those like 800, 900 numbers you could call. And there was some really fucked up shit in the back <laughs> of Penthouse in the, in the mid-90s. I'm not like 1995. Like they had that one of these ladies was in the Penthouse that was in an affair with Bill Clinton. I think it was Jennifer Flowers. <laughs> My dad had that issue. And I was reading that going like, I heard about this on the news. Who's this lady? <laughs> and I'm going through it going like, holy shit. I'd never seen that kind of stuff. Pee Wee Herman. I thought he died. I thought he was in prison. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to thank you all right quick for ruining my childhood because it was the original Red Ranger that did porn. And not only did he do porn, (laughs) he did did gay porn. So? I mean. Oh, I got to say, yeah, that's him. Gay gay people got to have porn too. Then and now. 
photo right oh, there. Oh, so he's it doing was, gay porn it was, now. It was Austin St. John that, that who, did, current or is he, who did gay porn that, after the series I mean, ended. Uh, so, so he's not doing porn now. I mean, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Gay people got to have porn too. I can't judge. I'd have to look at his. Wiki. Okay, how much to pay? How much to talk to Coolio for five minutes? Two hundred. Two hundred dollars <laughs> for five minutes with Coolio. What would you say to him? I would spend the most our lives I would, living I would, in he, gangsters. Paradise. I would say to him that he was the only time that my mom ever bought rap. Yeah. My mom bought the Gangsters Paradise single on tape. When I was a kid, and we would play that shit in the car, and she liked it way more than I did. I love that song. It's a good song. It is classic. Ric Flair, guys. Woo! Woo! So, uh, Austin St. John is actually now a paramedic. So, from oh, wow. from Power Ranger to porn star to paramedic. What a so great he's transition. Been, he's been saving lives his yes. whole life. You see yes. where that role of being a Power Ranger got him, right? Yeah, um, what got... a great career. Fuck the Power Rangers. Well, hang on a second. Is, is he, <laughs> Fucking I, terrible. I, I, I'm curious, though. Is he, um, was he gay? Because I'm sure he... Actually, you don't have to be gay to do gay porn, I'm I sure. Don't, I don't it's know how that It's 2021. You never know about people. I don't know how that but. works. I would imagine. Don't go down that road. I, I'm just but, curious. You know, I'm curious. If, I'm curious. Adrian. I, I know you he, said we says, ruined. It says on. he's got three kids. Hang on. Fuck I know you said we ruined your childhood with that. But you can't tell me you're not going to go check out that gay porn when you get home. I'm you gonna, can't I'm tell me you're not going to go look at it. You're I'm trying to look now. it up right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just pull up an incognito tab uh, here on my James is still trying to find people to talk to. All right. What about. What about. Here's Dog the Bounty Hunter's on there. Dog the Bounty Hunter's on there? Yeah. I thought did he you, was in prison, did too. Did you ever check out Chris Angel Mind Freak? I want to talk to him just so I can tell him that he's a failure. I have it out for Chris Angel Mind Freak. Why, 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 why? He, I mean, he's, Ziggy he's a pretty, pretty big cool. tool. Okay. Yeah, he's not that cool, though. I'm yeah, trying to is. think if there's anybody that I truly hate that I would actually like want to call and tell him off. Like, Oh, like, like I'm not actually do like actually physically do it? Cause I no, like if you could him. pay, like, um, would you pay money to tell Chris Angel he's a failure? No, I really wouldn't do that. That's, I mean, that's a terrible thing to do to a person. I don't think I'll say I, don't on my think podcast I have anybody that I, that I hate that much that I would pay to call them and tell them off. Um, not, I might. I might have some people that I dislike that I would call to ask questions and troll them a little bit. That's not him. What? It's probably him. That's not him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. See, now I think that Adrian's found some, some not, weird site that's because that, I don't know. That's I'm him. not judging that dude for doing porn. It's his business. I don't give a shit. I'm not judging him either. I'm questioning the validity of homeboy doing porn. He did. I don't. I. It's got to be a real thing. I swear. <sighs> we went from NCAA athletes. Benefiting from their name, image, and likeness to this. The Power okay, now, now that now that you mentioned that, it might not be. So him. there's this Nine know. Inch Nails album called The Downward Spiral. I don't know. What do you think? You gotta captures <laughs> this tonight. <laughs> you gotta look at those pictures to see if that's really him. I don't give a fuck. I'll look. It doesn't look like. It doesn't look <laughs> like him. It doesn't look like him. That dude, I don't looks, know. Like, that dude looks like he's like 280 pounds of solid muscle. Yeah, I don't know if that's him. I don't, I don't think know. that's him. I don't, I don't, really, I don't, I don't think know. that's him. You think that's the first time I saw something like that? Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's also you got to think though. How many years after doing Power Rangers did he do this? That's true. It could he could have aged, and you know, some people don't age gracefully. That is true. I mean, look at fucking James Vanderbeek. They're doing a comparison of Oh, the Suns and Four guy! No way! Oh, man. Uh, so he got, he, got, he got into a big fight like a couple he got weeks a fight, ago. Like at, at one of the games. Um, oh, hey, one is of that? the playoff games. And it, it went viral. 
he beat the shit out of another fan of the opposing team. And as they're being pulled away, he's like, son's in four, son's in four. Like rubbing it in his face. And he just, Barstool took it and ran with it. And they made this guy pretty much famous from that. Oh. And he's so like I a just cult need to hero. Beat someone's ass on camera to be famous. I mean, yeah. that's, that's and then a have a good bar. catchphrase. They that's, made an action figure of this guy already. That's a, a really low weeks. bar for our society to well, be setting here. Okay, so that just means you need to go to a Sod Poodles game, wait for a moment that it's really intense, hit the fuck out of somebody. And then say Saudis, and then yeah, and then you'll be I, famous. I, I you hate can, baseball, though. Well, how do you hold up? How do you hate baseball? I don't like sports in general. You're from New York. I hated living in New York and never wanted to live there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anywhere in the U.S. because you've lived. I mean, you've lived in the I've, Bay Area. I've lived you've in lived a in lot York. of places, and where, I hated New where York. Where would you settle? Have you where seen do you this want guy? To settle? Honestly, <laughs> who's that? Big Ed. Oh, dude, he's on that like um, uh, ninety day fiance show. And he, he gets this um, foreign chick to marry him from another country. And he's a short, little sawed-off, dorky guy. He has no neck. And he just he, he became popular and, How much and to famous talk to him? based on his just being a fucking dork. How much to talk to him? <laughs> Look at that guy. I would like $94. To get, I would like to get paid to be a dork. He looks like the Mucinex character. He does look like the Mucinex guy. I would love to get paid to be stupid. Yeah. Uh, he's just funny know, looking. If I could he, live anywhere, yeah. I mean, honestly... In the United States, I mean, I like Texas. I'm not necessarily in love with the Panhandle. I'm I'm kind of interested in the Gulf Coast with the beaches and all that. But otherwise, maybe Florida or um, it's hot as shit there. Yeah, I know. But there's, there's politics and nice weather. It's true. Scroll it through those politics. politics there. Right. Oh, there's politics. Is is uh, is Rand Paul there? Judge Nadine Pirro. That's not Rod Blagojevich. Oh God. Ken Bone. How much you want to bet? Fox. How much you want to bet? Former president uh, of Mexico um, for three fifty. Wow, three fifty. Yeah, Vicente Fox, three forty nine ninety nine. I said about three fifty. <laughs> uh, Michael Cohen. I don't want to talk to creepy porn. How lawyer. much for? How much for Trump um, Junior's on? Here. How much for <laughs> Geraldo Rivera? Geraldo Rivera. I got Trump Junior. Uh, how much when is he Trump Junior? It's nineteen ninety nine to five ninety nine ninety nine. He's been he's been to Amarillo before. We just didn't get we didn't hear about it because it was kind of on the down low. Why was he here? Uh, fundraiser for his dad during the oh, campaign like season. Like a private the secret. Yeah, I, it was I will one say of those, one of those like high dollar high like high dollar plate dinner. I, things. I will say I've um I've been or I've driven around the neighborhood, um around Have election you? time. Yeah, my neighborhood around mm-hmm. Wolfland, and there were a few times that the you know multi million dollar houses that are there are hosting. And you can tell it's a political event because there's one or two political signs and there's some paraphernalia around that I'm like, oh, somebody's there. And I'm pretty sure I, I, I'm pretty sure we've had some really high profile people in that neighborhood. Oh, you have. Oh, I'm sure. You have. Okay, so Michael Cohen was the, the lying lawyer that got in trouble. <laughs> and then Anthony Scaramucci, I think, is the creepy porn lawyer. He's on what here. What about too. Anthony Weiner? Weiner's not on here. I just oh, read, I just read the ones that showed up. And I hit if I hit C all, nothing happens. So I Damn guess it. this is it. I'd talk Nigel, to Anthony Weiner if you like British politics. Nigel Farage is on here. Um, what about Boris Johnson? He wasn't on there. Okay. So in your neighborhood, you said Wolfland. Yeah. Okay. So think about back to. Well, I'll try not to take too much for the politics, and this isn't really a partisan statement anyway. But think back to 1976. The last time that Texas was a blue state was when Jimmy Carter was president. We flipped in he's, 1980 he's and have bad. stayed red since. But those old money families, all the old money in Amarillo mm. lives in Wolfland and those neighborhoods. Yeah, so Wolfland it's quite Bivens. possible that your political rallies were Republican or Democrat. You may have had some high-powered Democrats in your neighborhood, too. Yeah, yeah, no and doubt. And most of the Biden signs that I saw around here were in those neighborhoods. Yeah. And surprisingly, the number of um, Trump signs in San Jacinto, where I live. 
Hmm. Not a ton, but a, more than I expected. What are the odds we we had an Epstein house in, in Wolfland? I hope not. Oh, I, I, didn't never I, put any, not I didn't ever put any presidential signs out because I didn't want to get my house shot at or egged, but I, I did put campaign signs for, for Congress, and I just figured everybody was too stupid to know who their representative was anyway, and nobody ever paid any attention to my house. But the yeah. Trump signs and the Biden signs got fucked with constantly by both sides. You know, oh, yeah. and that's just sad. I mean, it's just... it. Yeah, one of my coworkers had his Biden sign stolen like four times in a row. That's ridiculous. And somebody that I know that had Trump signs had their house egged and their car keyed and stuff like that. So I thought like, people were probably too dumb. Sadly to enough, Jackson or John th- Corner. It will always the be that way. There will always be rabid people from both sides who hate each other, and that's where the division starts in our country is politics. But the vast majority of people don't hate each other. I hate everyone. And that's <laughs> <laughs> well, seventy five percent. Jason, don't well, you're hate. Being, you're you being very you optimistic here with that statement. Uh, I think it depends on where you get people. Because, like, you could find, if you find a common ground with everybody where we can talk, like video games and other stuff, or sports, you find a lot of things you have in common with people. And it goes a long way to humanize that other side. So, like, it's yeah. easy to point the finger at fucking Democrats. And, and you, you don't see them as people. You see them as the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you start to humanize your opponents politically, you, you can see there's other facets to their lives. You're like, oh, there's some pretty good people. I just don't understand why they vote this way. Which is why social media has allowed the shithole of, of America it is to come accessible. out. Because you don't, great there's, there's no getting to know people. Yeah, you just see, no you see somebody's statement, and their statement is oftentimes meant to inflame the passions Everybody's of the triggered. Side yeah. And or make you, everybody angry, and nobody yep. actually says, okay, well, okay, you like Trump, or you like Biden, or, or you like Bernie Sanders. Well, why? Well, and, and a lot of these people that post these things, they can't articulate to you honestly why they support that position or politician. They're just mad. Well, that's the thing, because half the time they're never supporting a position. They're supporting a politician. Yeah, like if I have people turn to tell me Trump's racist. Okay, can you name anything that Trump did that was actually racist? Yeah. Okay. And they can't. But I then just you know. Can, you can pull out stuff Biden has said in the past that actually is racist. But then you just pull out like Bernie Sanders, like, oh, Bernie Sanders hates America. Can you go through his pol- his policies, platforms, and speeches and actually prove that? Because no, no you can't. No, because he doesn't. It's, it's it's and I don't think Biden's truly racist either. He's just kind of an old asshole. Let's face <laughs> it: you can't be over the age of about sixty in America and not have some kind of racial background or upbringing. I or mean, something. it depends on what you hear when you're young, and if you're yeah. around it all the time, it becomes ingrained into you, and yeah. it's hard to overcome it. All right, let's segue into our Mary Fuck Kill because I have a good one this week. Real quick though, did you, you know? Yours? Did you know that the guy that created segways died while on the segway? I did. That, I did. Was it a freak yeah. accident? He drove that bitch off a cliff. He probably did that on purpose. I don't know. Those things were stupid. Was he a mall cop? He was not. <laughs> Paul Blart. Yep. Speaking, was Kevin so, James on that app? I don't know. Okay. Shit. All right. So yeah, let's let's hear your Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> this week's Mary Fuck Kill. I convenience stores. Way. Okay. Oh. Convenience. All right. We'll save my music one for another time. Toot and Totem. Mm. Pack-a-sack Allsups. Oh, well, that's an easy one for yeah, me. Yeah, seriously. I'll, I'll, I'll go right now. I'm going to marry Allsups because if I could have a, uh, a bean burrito every single day for the rest of my life, I will. And it's actually some of the prettiest bathrooms, even though there's usually one bathroom <laughs> Allsups? at a time. Are you kidding me? No, kidding I'm, me? I'm, I'm totally kidding. Allsups is the bathroom that you go to in a, in a town that has a lake that you piss in. Um, but the food's great. Um, fuck TNT. Uh, toot and Totem, um, because if there's one thing I'm going to do to Toot and Totem, it's going to be to fuck it and pack a sack. Uh, I'll just kill them. 
I don't have it. I don't. For what don't reason? For what reason? Uh, I have no reason. I, I have no preference between Toot and Totem and Pack-A-Sack. Toot and Totem has more money, so I would feel more power. I feel like I had to bring this up because we now have all three, right? No. Do we, we don't have an all-sup. We, we do have an all yes? Shut Where? the fuck where up. Where is it? It's, y'all haven't heard about this? No. no. Let me figure out where exactly it is. Is this over on 3rd? I think it's... Um, it's on Georgia and 3rd, isn't it? Outskirts of town. Let me see. No. If, if it's on Georgia and 3rd, I'm going to go there after Hang on I get a second. done here. I heard... I heard... Everybody heard that the word is the bird. We're not um, actually getting an all-subs. Or is it like one We're of those just, like, fake all-subs? It's, it's going to be a store that's going to sell all-subs burritos. Why don't we just get it's an gonna be. It's going to be a yes way. Oh, okay. I heard that's about it, that. That's what it's. That's why, what why it's called. Why don't we just get an all-subs? I guess I heard. I heard. Yeah, so there's years a gas ago. station. The reason on why third. we don't get it all subs is because Greg Mitchell and the Mitchell family and Toot and Totem yeah, run, third and run this. They they run this part. They run this of, mother of of, of, Amor, of the Panhandle, which I is mean, exactly just... why I'm going to make the choices that I'm going to make. <laughs> and so it is. But if they're offering the burritos, you pretty much have an all subs. Yeah. So it is. But that's not what I want. It is in your subs. neighborhood. That's what everyone wants. It is in your neighborhood. I don't even like their food. I don't honestly. either. It says just east of Georgia on Third is Yesway. I'll go Yesway check it out, bought all subs. Therefore, that gas gas station sells all subs burritos Wait, and chimneys. They bought all subs like all the all subs yeah. are now owned by Yesway. Who the What's up with that? Probably some. Probably I just some want to know, like, Yankee. What I heard company. is that is that the the deal between Mitchell and Toot and Totem and whoever owned Allsups at the time was like some business deal that went way back that Allsups wouldn't come into Amarillo and Toot and Totem would stay in Amarillo. And I I believe that that's been violated because there's Toot and Totems in places there didn't used to be. But I'm sitting here thinking the whole time, going like, who abides by this shit? How is that like a legally binding contract that I can't build a store in Amarillo? Who who the fuck signs that? This 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 <laughs> this Yankee over here doesn't understand. Anyway, no no honestly honestly I've I've heard of, of a vast majority of businesses that have that have made deals like that, and it's just the way that it is. Oh, they're stupid. It's just kind of a okay. Well, that's the way that it is, and I don't know I don't know if any of it's true because I heard the same thing about like Stripes and Lubbock, uh, Stripes versus uh, Mitchell or whoever the fuck it is. Um, I mean, we have all subs in Canyon, which is the basically stripes. I think is in Hereford. Yeah, there's a, there's two of them there. Yeah, or more, maybe not just two. But yeah, I don't I don't think there's a better. If I'm going into a, I, I will only get fried food from a convenience store that is all subs. If I go anywhere right. else, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get their burger. I'm not gonna go toot and tell them and get their their shitty hot dog or whatever the hell they have their cheeseburger dog. What about you, Adrian? What are you thinking? So, <laughs> um, honestly, it, this is actually kind of funny that you that you did this today because uh, today for work I, I drove to Plainview, and every time I go to Plainview, I always want to stop at Allsubs, okay, or Stripes, um, and because Allsubs, I love their burritos, I love their chimneys. Just it is what it is, but there's like other things about like Allsups and Pack-a-Sack that I can't get at Toot and Totem. Like they have, like one of the drinks I bought from Allsups was a Mountain Dew um, 
Baja Flash. Have y'all heard of that yet? No. I've heard Baja Blast. You heard Baja the Baja Blast, Blast yeah. right? Baja Blast. The, the, drink, the drink that used to be at Taco Bell, right? Yeah. Well, they came out with a Baja Flash, hmm. which is a pineapple coconut flavored Mountain Ooh, Dew. I bet that's good. That sounds you gross. You can't get that shit at Toon Totem. <laughs> Toon okay? Totem has like some goji berry Mountain Dew but, shit that's always sold out. Yeah. But one thing that I've always hated about Pakisak is I grew up on the north side of Amarillo. And we all know why there is no Pagasek on the north side of Amarillo. Because that motherfucker racist. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, Jason, put, I didn't he, know that. <laughs> I was going to suspect the, the, that Your it, closest one is on 34th and Osage. That's the closest one to... Yeah, we're not going to go north. You're not going to find any other one north of that. Now, okay. is it is it the guy being racist, or is it something like, are they going to say, oh, we just don't like the... Is the crime rate up there even that? I don't know. I don't I don't live on the north side, but is it about the crime rate? Is it about the, the skin color of the people? Like, how do we know? <laughs> well, well and of course, I'm, I'm just joking about that. Two, I really, I re- totem is up there. I really, don't, I really don't know if the guy's racist. I'm just saying that to... to to, to I do know be that funny, but Totem on 24th and North, was it Northeast Grand and 24th? That one gets robbed a lot. Every single Tootin' Totem on Washington Street gets robbed a lot, too. <laughs> you but, know who I else mean, gets robbed? That fucking Sefco at 34th and Coulter. That place is a magnet for stop oh, and yeah. rob, too. Oh, yeah. God, I which mean, is weird. I, I mean, mean robber, robberies are going to happen all over the town. You know what I mean? Uh, because... Not not one race gets desperate for money. Well, you no, know I what I mean. Every, everybody's a Every, shithead. You don't. You know, really right? no you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah exactly. Assholes come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. But I've just always disliked the fact that Pakistan doesn't have any locations on the north side of town. I wonder why. I like mean, if we if somebody so were to call them out publicly about that, I wonder what they would say. Because there's plenty of opportunities. I've always been interested. I've always wanted that question answered. Why do you not have any locations on the north side? So of town? are you going to marry Allsops? I think I would marry Allsops. I would fuck mm-hmm. Toot and Totem, and I would kill Pegasat. <laughs> I <laughs> Fair love enough. it. Love it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with same as you, I grew up on the north side of town, so my childhood was walking to Toot and Totem, getting a 32-ounce fountain drink for 50 cents. And now, you know, they're well over a dollar. Except for, on Sundays, they're half off. Are they? But I don't... I go there. Toot and Totem's them. local. I have to go with local. Uh, Toot and Totem, I'm going to marry. I just have... It's just the history part, you know, going there frequently growing up. Right. You could always were, count you, on Toot and Totem. You could always count on them. They were always there. Always there. They may there. have overcharged you a little bit and been a little rough on you, but they were no. there. You know who's rough is Allsups, okay? I'm tired of this narrative of Allsups <laughs> being a fucking holy grail of convenience stores. They are. It's the dirtiest establishment I've ever walked into. Their, their burritos are shit. They're going to give you diarrhea within a couple hours. I mean, come on, man. It's just the the aesthetic of the store looks shitty. It, it's a dirty place. I'm gonna kill all subs. I'm tired of all, all right. Subs. I'm out. See you guys. Not not all of, <laughs> not all of the awesome. Okay, taking the games. Okay, okay like take Toot and Totem for example. Your smaller stores, all of them hoes are gonna be dirty. Yeah. But like the bigger, <laughs> I love the I love the small stores. The, Honestly, the, the bigger, ones. the bigger, nicer ones are gonna be yeah, like, clean on the inside. That's because cops are there every twenty minutes. <laughs> but the the nicer ones, also going back to what you said about Pakistan, are those nicer ones on the north side? Other than that they, one they off had, the loop, they, they put one the on the boulevard. Yes, that's right there. Oh, I haven't been to that one yet. On the boulevard and, and Ross uh, Mirror, 
right yeah. there. Okay, that's I a Toot and Totem. Totem. That's not that a pack. That's no, what we're talking about. Toot and Totem. I was going to argue, did Toot and Totem improve any of their stores on the north side? And they have improved the fact of easy access as far as you know the the drive-throughs. I like the drive-throughs. That one in the close to the valley in River Road. That's pretty. That's pretty nice. Yeah, that one's pretty nice. On and you know what? I grew. I grew up. I grew mm-hmm. up. That's the one I was thinking of. I grew up in the Mesa Verde area, so I oh, my my go to store was always that one on Twenty Fourth and Grand, and that was mine too. And I don't know if it's like a management thing, but I've never seen that store really dirty. It's a management thing, and I, I mean, don't know. I don't know any of the managers of Toot and Totem, but I've seen that happen at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Like the Walmart, as you as the management changes at Walmart, you can see big differences in how each store is. Just the appearances, like yeah, that, oh yeah, it boils down to organizational leadership. Like you have good leadership and, and like good I management. used to hate that one on Tesco's Road, and that's actually a really good Walmart now. And I used to like really enjoy the neighborhood market at 34th and Osage because it always had really nice, well cared for produce and it was very clean. And I went in there after they changed, and I didn't like it. It was like it was dirty, it was poorly stocked, poorly maintained, and it's like. It definitely makes a difference how much the leadership cares. Yeah. It, yeah. As far as Pakasak, Pakasak is fairly new to Amarillo. I mean, how long have we had Pakasaks here? 15 years, 20 years. Yeah. I would say early That's to mid. New, I would say early to mid 2000s. I'm trying to think of when the only Pakasak I really remember being relatively new is the one off 34th Osage. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, and I think I feel like that's been at least twenty years at this point. But when I go to, if I want to drink, I want a snack, I go to a Toon Totem. I don't ever venture and try to find a packet sack. But packet sacks are they're nice. They usually have good service there, so I'll have to fuck packet sack. And then you're gonna kill falsips. Yep. It's kind of a hard one because there's like all these pros and cons. Like I hate Toot and Totem. Because I hate establishment politicians and that idea of these old money fuckers running the city. Just it pisses me off, and I <laughs> fucking hate that. But at the same time, their stores are everywhere. They are convenient. They do have competitive pricing on drinks, and like I don't know, like I like energy drinks, so they always have a sale on you at two for four or whatever. Or or in the middle of the night, I can go in there and get a bag of ice and a and a half price drink on Sundays. Like so, that's convenient. So I'm gonna say. But I, I don't know, the, the, the whole political thing pisses me off. Also, <laughs> I like their food, but I don't like the burritos. I like the chimneys, and I like the, the popcorn chicken. But a lot of times their stores are dirty, although they are Everything is wet hours. in an also. Yeah, it's like their stores are dirty. <laughs> their Motherfuck bathrooms it. are disgusting. You got the floor wet, counters <laughs> wet. The ones, and, the ones I've been to in Plainview have always been pretty and I, clean. I go the opposite. Like I'll go toward Hereford or, or Dumas and stuff like that. And the also that I encounter are pretty grody. But that's Hereford, though. <laughs> and I used to drive. The, I used to drive one of the armored cars, the Loomis truck, around the Panhandle. And we'd always go to all subs, and some of them are nice, but a lot of them. Oh, the one in Clarendon's really nice. If you ever, if it's it, on a there. main highway, like, it's usually decent. But like a random one in Pampa. I might have to, shit. even though I like all subs in general, and I hate Toot and Totem in general. I think I might have to side with James and kill all subs just because their convenience just isn't there. They're dirty. They're not. They're not well kept, and there's not one in Amarillo. And as much as I fucking hate Toot and Totem, <laughs> there's one like thirty seconds from my house. Oh, and they're the pe- everywhere, and the people in there are super nice, and they always have everything, and the store's always clean and well lit and cared for. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna fuck Toot and Totem. And I'm going to have to marry or marry Pakistan just because when I want something at work, I'm in and out in 30 seconds. They have Eads meats. They have little, like, I don't know. There's, there's like a drawback to each one, though. That's a, tr- a tricky one. But Pakistan, 
when I'm at work, has what I need, in and out quick. They have a ATM that works with my debit card that doesn't charge interest and stuff. And that I means have, a lot. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I have A&B, but I have Education Credit Union as well. What's the other thing about Packsack? They've got good tea. Yeah, that's the other thing. Toot and Totem tea is kind of weak, and I'm yeah. an unsweet tea drinker, so Packsack usually has me there. But like what Adrian said, like it does kind of piss me off that they don't have convenient locations. Like where I work is near 34th and Osage, so that's great. But I live in San Jacinto, so it's it's Toot and Totem or bust. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's it's really. What is that hard. one on the corner of Sixth Street and uh, Georgia right there? That's a or McMaster's. No, you're thinking of no. third in McMaster's. I thought that was a toot and totem. That motherfucker gets robbed a lot too. I'm talking about the one that's right by the um the that um barbecue place that's right there. I don't in front that's of not even a, that's not even a barbecue place anymore. It's like a, it's like a seafood or I know there's, that's there's not a toot and totem. That's a that's there, a there's crackhead a, central. Stop and rob. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's right next to the net. Yeah, I, I can't think of the name of it. Honestly, that store, when I used to hang out on 6th and, and play D&D at GameQuest, yeah. we would go to that store all the time and get drinks. And I, I know a lot of the kids that work there. And there's like some super nice kids that work there. And that place gets robbed all the time, and that really pisses me off. But it's not a – I don't remember what it's, it's – it's an independent thing. Yeah, it's been around for a while. TNT over on 27th and – not Manhattan. Overall, over kind of by Twenty Seventh of Manhattan used to be it used to be called TNT. That was a good place to go to back in the day. I love the old Toot and Totems, the small ones. Yeah. I mean, because it reminds me of childhood. And I really like the Toot and Totem. That's the one on Sansi by the hospitals is nice, and then the Toot and Totem over down off of Washington and Forty Sixth is really nice too. Yeah, I like, like those that are one really too. nice. I don't I, even though I hate the company, it's like they're so convenient. They're always friendly there. I mean, I can't, I can't not shop there. I just, I guess, I just don't. I like, like the one that's hidden in the um, like Emerald College stuff. neighborhood. Yeah, there's that one. That yeah, cool. I will say, uh, you know, I, I recently moved back in January. I'm still on the north side, but I'm a little bit farther out. Um, I live in the Highland Park area now, and then of course I work at the prison. So the closest to Toot and Totem is going to be that brand new spanking one off of I-40 in Lakeside, and I will say that store is fantastic. Uh, they've got a Wendy's in there. They've also got a, a great barbecue place called Mitch's. Oh, is that why they were, in there? That's why they're advertising yes, Toot and Totem and Wendy's together on Facebook yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I drove by the one on St. Francis going to the lake the other day, and they have a Wendy's being built right next door. No shit. Yeah. To Toot and Totem, yep. Yeah, uh, so... Really, not a, a Subway <laughs> or a Taco Bell, but a Wendy's. A Wendy's. Yeah, have, Wendy's. You, have you had it yet? Yes. Is it... I uh, get ba- breakfast breakfast baconators like almost every fucking morning. Oh, they're baconators. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and the Mitch's barbecue place is really great. It's a little pricey for what what they offer, but they do have some other cheap o- options. But I mean, yeah, but when you any, work any, at the prison, you don't have a lot of choices. Yeah, in that area exactly. You or really you don't. Or you the dining room, right? <laughs> and I actually, I used to work at the Clemens unit, so I might have some stories for you. Or you might yeah. have some stories for me. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, it's a great option out there if you ever if you're ever in that area. Um, that that toot and totem's pretty I'd nice. I'd be down to try the. They Wendy's. have a I lot of good g- like gas station um, establishments out there that have restaurants in them. You know, out there on I. Right. Yeah. Like you got the TA. They yeah, got, got Popeyes oh, and got Burger the King. Iron Skillet. Iron Skillet yeah. is one of the King. best breakfast places in Amarillo. Really? Yeah. The yeah, Iron Skillet's good in the in that's in the Petro the buffet. Pilot's got. Subway, it's got McDonald's. Uh, you got a Denny's out there. Uh, Don't that's, forget that's B Dubs. That's at the Flying Jay. <laughs> even after moving out there, I still haven't been to B Dubs. You ain't that missing way. nothing. I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I've been there before, but 
I haven't been there in a long time because every time I went there, I got shitty service and the food took forever to come out. And I was just like, it's still like I've I've actually gone like (laughs) they're notorious for that years in between going to uh, going to a Buffalo Wild Wings and their beer is warm. I went to one in 2015 and I went to one in 2019. Wow. You remember? Yeah, because I go so few. (laughs) It's probably so so shitty. (laughs) It was ingrained in his memory. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was like a, if you can't decide where to go and I'm like, well, I kind of want to, cause here's the thing. What always gets me there is the fact that they have Killian's Irish red on tap. Oh yeah. That's good. That's the only thing that gets me there. And then I'm always like, well, I guess I'll just have fucking wings because you can't fuck up chicken nuggets, can you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, you apparently can. Apparently they do. Apparently they fuck up chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. This concludes episode 56. Next week we'll probably do our, well, we'll probably record in a couple of days, actually. Yeah, you say next week. It'll be like Saturday. Probably. Yeah. We'll do um, a 2000s episode, right? Yeah, I'm we want to we, we want to do some kind of a we want to do some kind of a theme, you know, a '90s or a 2000. We've talked about the '90s, but I feel like the '90s we really need to almost it, it takes more planning. It takes more planning. Yeah, the 2000s, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more. Whereas the 2000s, <laughs> that's a lot easier to fit in on one episode. So be looking for that in the next couple of days as well. Hey, and I still want to do that Texas beer. Yes, we will do that. We'll do a beer sampling episode. We've got some fun. We've got some fun episodes coming up. We're all going to go to um, Rocket Brews this weekend, so plan look, on it. Look for us there and for pictures. So, But as usual, I am Jared Scott. I'm Adrian. I'm Jason. And I'm James. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week. <laughs>